Yo, this is Greg Capullo, man, and you're listening to Elegant Weapon. And you know who the biggest elegant weapon is? I can't tell you where it's located, but it's uh, got something to do with me. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Good evening and welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 32. It's our Mega Super Fan Expo Canada extravaganza. We're sitting here in the man cave. I am joined by Mr. Sean, the potato waste. Mm. Sitting to my right is Miss Atcute Vixen 88, Aaron. And over to the other side, X-Men expert extraordinaire himself, Mr. Sean Nixon. Everyone say hi. Hello. Hey. Hi, 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 hi. We just got back from our first day, Fan Expo Canada 2012, and not only one of the first best first days ever, but one of the best days ever. Oh, easily. Today was fantastic. Was. What fun we had. Did you, uh, was, did you, were you there for the Lou Ferrigno opening ceremonies? No, we missed that. I wonder what that was like. He but, passed uh, me in line, though. Uh-huh. He cut right through me and had to push me aside. He's a big boy. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Nice. That fucker's like 60 years old, eh? Oh, yeah. And he is ripped still, man. Yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy. I brushed against uh, Stan Lee at one point. He was led by after the they did a Spider-Man 50th birthday thing, and he cut blew out candles on a cake. Oh, really? Cut up the cake for the kids and shit. This was all at the Marvel booth. And then they were like, we have to go, Mr. Mr. Lee. Like, we gotta go. We gotta move to your next thing, right? They're just shuffling around. Totally guys talking, like, talking into the lapels and shit? Uh, pretty much, man. There was like six guys around him, and then they all crowd around him and like you know push people out of the way taking him through the aisles girls are like swooning still for this 87 year old man <laughs> yeah. and they're all like swooning and the artists behind the booths are just like as they walk by their tables just like <gasps> my heart just like sank into my stomach I literally heard a girl say that and shit wow. so that was fucking cool so we'll go straight into the artwork that you were about to show yes. potato waste here it's Robert Bailey yeah yeah, we right. lucked, we lucked out with this one. We didn't even see it when we first started walking around. And this stuff was selling so fast. Like, everybody... It was just, like, the spot to go uh, today. Right. So, yeah, it, it was really good. He's a pencil artist. He does oil paintings as well. But uh, the, the stuff we got was his uh, prelims that he does uh, for George Lucas. And he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's licensed through Lucasfilms. One of the only uh, artists in the world to have that... Lucas and Disney. Yes, yeah. He's uh, one of the only guys. Lo- he's yeah, licensed by Lucas and Disney yeah. for doing concept art, promotional art, and shit. Uh-huh. And uh, so Lucas this is like for games and shit. You think? No, no it's, this is it's, for Star uh, Wars. Yeah, it's, it's oh, mostly really? yeah, it's it's mostly for like story. We're about to show and... you this guy. There's a big picture of him with George Lucas up behind him on the booth, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and he was selling these things, man. For insane, it was a hundred bucks for one of these, which is retarded. You can put oh, this yeah. on eBay and sell it for three, no oh, problem. Easily, yeah. This is original pencil art. Jeez, Robert Baby, copyright Lucasfilm. They, they look like stills, like right out of the movie. Yeah, much, yeah. Right? Fuck for real, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yoda at home. Like when you look at the, <laughs> at the when you look at things beer, individually, yeah. they don't look so hard. But when you look at it together, it looks like a photograph. I know. It's that's retarded. What, that's what it, yeah, it really does yeah. kind of mess with your mind. Because you look at the just the way he moves his pencil, 
and it just looks like scribblings. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And if you really look at it closely, mm-hmm. you're like, this is crap. It's all when you look shading. back at it, it's yeah. like, oh my god, how did he do it's that? It's beyond expert shading as Absolutely. far as depth goes and yeah. stuff, yeah, you know? Show him yours. Yeah. Freaking so I got, a, I got a bit of a background. This is what I kind of... I, I went to... I picked up a couple... And the ones that I really were drawn to were his. Uh, okay, so we got Dester and Tie Fighter on yeah, this one here. Yeah, so it's sick. I really like that's his, uh, uh, that's Dart's Tie Fighter yeah. too. His ships and his like his machinery so that he does. Is so ridiculous. these actually were from 1977 or what? Um, no, I don't think so. Or is it just the numbers? Cause yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because it's got a 77. What he does is, I guess George <laughs> apparently George Lucas is kind of picky, like. But he wants specific ones for like his own, his house and things like that, and so he gets he's, him to basically design these storyboards, things like that that he wants to have done in oil paintings, to either sell or commission, yeah, uh, for himself. And so this guy Robert has to basically come up with about you know thirty to forty, and out of those he'll pick maybe one or two. Yeah. So a lot these are a lot of the ones that he had basically for sale were just either ones that were either used or just ones that you know he said they kind of passed on. Um, but he has to come up with that uh, for them. And, uh, yeah, I was really drawn. I, I picked the other one with the, the Adat scene on Hoth. Yeah. The other one. And uh, I was really drawn towards kind of the machinery and stuff of it. And I was talking about, like, it's just the detail he has is ridiculous. Fucking hell. But uh, he started out in art. He's only been doing this for three years for Star Wars. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he started out doing... Um, World War One and World War Two kind of uh, history, like just kind of pieces where you do like tanks. That's probably how Lucas yeah. found him because Lucas yeah, is into well, that's, all that that's kind that's of what shit. Yeah, that's what he saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you've got to come work for me. And he said that he hadn't even seen any of the new Star Wars movie. Nothing. He said I, the only time he'd watched it was when they originally came out in the movies. Yeah, like, back when they were released, like the original first three. He's like, I don't even know Star Wars. When he was talking to George, and he's yeah. like, doesn't matter. Just you're working for me, pretty much is what yeah. Lucas said. To him. He had the he's big like, painting there that yeah. he was like auctioning yeah. off and stuff. Yeah, really, really, really cool. nice guy too. Oh, super yeah, nice absolutely. old guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this guy's thing. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, we will uh, we will tie and tweet these. We will put these up on the Twitter and the blog and everything so everybody can see them because they're they're fucking awesome. All right, on to the next thing. <laughs> Because you're, you're about to hear a Megapod that's going to be an edit together of a whole yeah. bunch of different little conversations and sessions here. And, uh, it's going to be like, what, four mini-pods? So mini we're going to roll along. Five mini-pods? It's going to be like Dude. a few mini-pods yeah. into a Megapod. It's going to be an awesome pod. seven hours long. <laughs> we could probably go for seven hours on, on everything that happened, even today. Yeah. And it's only day one. Ridiculous. Uh, so next... We talked about in last uh, a few episodes ago, uh, episode twenty and stuff. Wow, actually twelve episodes ago, which is <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, in episode twenty uh, from your X Cave, you showed us your variant original pencils and ink artwork oh, yeah. by Ryan Stegman for A versus X variant cover. Number yeah. one. Yeah, which uh, when I tweeted that. I tweeted that, and Ryan Stegman retweeted that with awesome. That's cool. <laughs> Today, we went back. You met him today, showed him the pieces, yeah. and he was thrilled by this. He's like, oh, you... In fact, he remembered retweeting the tweet. Yeah. And uh, so he signed those up for you, which was yeah. cool. And yeah, then absolutely. he talked about how... You know what's weird? You know how he's known for that? That's like his thing, that cover. He's known for that variant cover, Yeah, right? you said that's his kind of iconic piece that he's, he's known for. Mm-hmm. And he didn't sign it. It's the one piece of artwork he's done and his didn't sign it really so it doesn't have it didn't have his name or signature or anything on it yeah, it so his fun. name wasn't on the comic he's completely uncredited for that and well, that's what he's even known in for. the published pieces for the yeah. variant they didn't even list his name like he's not even listed really? as one of the variant artists so yeah and he thought yeah. it's kind of funny like this is the piece that he's known for yeah, like yeah. one of his biggest covers he's ever done 
And yeah, he didn't sign it and didn't take get credit. any credit in the comics. So he's like, he's like, I wonder why the fuck they would do that. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. But yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. It's it's great though that you brought it back to him today. Yeah, and well, he, he finally got to sign it. He really liked it too. I mean, I, that's one thing when I do deal with a lot of the art and stuff. When I get to bring that back, it's really cool. Like people were because a lot of a lot of time now they don't do the inking right over the originals. They'll do that where they mm. scan it and then ink yeah. the blue line of it. Yeah. So a lot of the pencilers don't even get to see the finished inked artwork because they basically sent, put it in the computer, send it off, and yeah. that's the last they see. So yeah. that was the first time he'd actually seen the inked final version too, so he was really impressed. Yeah. So well, yeah, he stopped and looked at the inked, and he goes, oh, my inker put so much effort yeah, into it than I did. Yeah, he's like, Lord, <laughs> make this look way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, follow him on Twitter, at Ryan yeah, Stegman. I think it's Ryan underscore Stegman, maybe, but he's awesome. Wow, this is our first, that's one of our first ever, oh, it's just a tweet, not a call, or a message. <laughs> anyway, so that was done, and that was fun. You got lots of, lots of, not tons, but we met some good artists and talked to some Neil good Adams. people. That Neil Adams. Neil Adams. Yeah. Today, for the signature, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's cool, man. Yeah. It was also funny, when we were looking at these posters, these Robert Bailey uh, drawings, we're looking at his Imperial one and stuff, and we're looking through them, and all, <laughs> all we hear between our heads is, like, radio voice going, any good ones of me? And it's a stormtrooper, and he's leaning over our shoulders, yeah, and he goes, any good ones of me in there? Oh, yeah, it was jokes. So, uh, you know, and we had lots of fun. We went out for burgers at lunch and did the usual thing and had a pint of Stella and went back in. Um... Got to meet Stan Lee. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Tell us about your Stan Lee adventure. Yeah, we uh, I did the uh, meet and greet with him today. So that was cool. We got to do a... I got a... Uh, it was an 8x10 photo. And I got to pick something to sign. Got to see... It was pretty cool seeing what people bring in, too. Because you get one thing to sign. So it was kind of nice yeah. seeing what other people bring in. You know, some people just had like a little card or something. They want to see somebody got their photo signed. Other people had some pretty cool uh, comics, things like that, that they were getting signed. So one guy I saw had X Men number one. Yes, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, which was cool. Wow. So yeah, I know it was. Uh, and you got him to sign a picture. Yeah, yeah, I got one of the artists currently uh, who's doing X Men Legacy, uh, David Baldian. Um, he uh, drew a, basically a character of, of Stan Lee, oh, nice. and I'm gonna get different artists to do different X Men or but like, kind of swimmer. It's seventy style, yeah. kind of looking bell bottom, nice. younger Stan Lee. Nice. So it's right? funny, like uh, they even said right at the beginning, you know, no personalization that he's gonna do. It's basically just you get one item, you throw it on the table. That line it's was almost, it was an assembly line, like yeah, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, like yeah. he was just almost like picture, a picture, picture. So yeah, wait, start with the picture though, because the picture was first. Yeah. Now, what yeah. did you do that you weren't supposed to do? I touched him. You, you touched, touched him. <laughs> <laughs> I was got trouble for it. I was like, no touching. Not the first time. And Sean, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. So good. But, and uh, uh, he likes him to like you for that. Yeah, yeah. And then what did he say when you gave him the picture? Yeah. So then it's, I said, it was like an assembly line. Like he basically, you know, didn't really even say hello to a lot of people because he just had so many people to do. So it's just you know the piece would come down he'd sign it next 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 and then he got mine when I came in front of him he actually stopped looked up and he's like this is really cool because I had the, you know him done in the character he's like this is cool signed it and, yeah. and then what'd you do boy after that no like at that moment well, I tried to take a photo of him, but he wouldn't let me. No, you took it. credit for the picture. Oh, that was that, yeah, nice. Yeah, it was just in the middle, it was in the middle of things. Like one of the guys beside him was like, "Who did that?" And I was just like, "Me." And I, was like, I didn't even realize. I was thinking like, because I was thinking like, "Whose is it?" You know, kind of. And I'm like, and then I'm like, I just took credit for drawing that. I <laughs> no, why don't you live give credit to the actual Absolutely. artist? Yes, Dave Baldian uh, is is the real uh, artist for that. Dave Baldian. Yeah, I, I'm, I hope I'm yeah. pronouncing that right, but uh, Baldian, yeah. Uh, tomorrow night, 
We've got Jay and Silent Bob get old. Oh, that's yeah. Be crazy. yeah, that's gonna be fucking exciting. This year is also laid out different and better. Very All smooth. the games Very off at the smooth. back, yeah. out of the fucking way. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's set up real nice this year. Saturday's gonna be the test, though. Saturday's. And this, well, this was just Thursday. <laughs> we didn't mean, even yeah. get in. We got in at two because we had advanced tickets, but actual opening was four. Yeah. So it was four to nine, and got like packed like we've well, seen on a Friday yeah. or Saturday. And we were laughing because it was like I think it was like ten to four. And we had done so much already and seen so much. We were like, <laughs> we're like pretty good already. Like, and we're talking about and next hasn't year. Opened yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're like, holy crap! Yeah, but, uh, it, was, it was really good. And also, because we're gonna get a booth next year, it's official. Because I saw some stupid little booths with stupid little nonsense selling fucking pet rocks and fucking bullshit today. No, so it's a promise. Next year, yeah. Fan Expo 2013. An elegant weapon will have a presence, and we will be there. We can have his art on display, cool mm-hmm. shit that people can ask and talk about. I figure why not also just fill up the booth with your art, which we will buy prints of and have even requested. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's there for just discussion pieces, because it'll be a constant pod. We'll be and there's no podcast there. Yeah, there's no anybody doing any of that. There's no talk of Just that what, at all. Can we sell pet rocks, though? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think it'd be better if they were pet alien rocks or something, but absolutely we can. Good. Do it with vampire rocks. Come on, vampire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. we got we to gotta get <laughs> varied, right? right? Or even stripper rocks, we just put glitter on them. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> the possibilities are yeah. endless. Baby, I almost got you a gift today. Oh, uh, a little no. bit pricey, wait, wait. though, so I'm thinking Speaking of it. Speaking of strippers, and he goes, I almost got you a gift. <laughs> awesome, can't wait. Yeah. Well, there's one table called Hero Kinis. Yeah. And they're all bikinis, but yeah. there's like Wonder Woman and Rogue and yeah. like different yeah. ones, and that's just sexy shit. Yeah, they were hot. When you had that yeah. on, you look good. Cosplay was alright. <laughs> Cosplay was okay today, of course. Too much fucking manga. I know. There was no, a... I wouldn't say as much as normal, though. No, well, it's still Thursday. It's true. You know, today normally there's none. Yeah. And there was a fair amount today. A couple, uh, like three or true. four Wolverines. There's a few yeah. going on today. Was that Emma Frost that you tweeted today? That was yeah. probably the best one, was yeah. that Emma Frost that I tweeted today. I tweeted that out to uh, Denerdette, who every day for the past week has been from different cons going on, putting up sexy cosplayer of oh, the nice. day. So <laughs> I sent her that for today's sexy cosplayer of the day, and she retweeted that. Nice. nice. Um, I must have walked by the actual police, like, because they had like pairs of police here and there mm-hmm. and every time I walked by them somebody would say to them hey nice costumes they must have heard it a hundred thousand times today I feel bad for the policeman for having to fucking go through that shit I just feel bad for the last person that's gonna get tased <laughs> that's it yeah. when they finally had enough yeah. so uh, there you go that was day one of Fan Expo Canada 2012 the elegant weapon experience uh, tomorrow we will be going to uh, Kevin Smith, and that's yeah. going to be awesome, fun times. And uh, you know, we'll do a little something, something after that. Maybe a little bit of the drinky, drinky potty, potty, because uh, you're going to be staying over here tomorrow night, so sleep we can uh, have you yeah, sleep over. Yeah. We can do each other's hair and stuff. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. So uh, you know, um, in our world, it will be tomorrow. In your world, it'll be in a couple seconds. So just enjoy this later. At the Hall of Justice. We should really make sure we try to hit some panels or something then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I haven't really done any of that yet. But I mean, if we throw in, like, say, Make Tomorrow a Capullo Day. 
You're, you don't need anything from Capullo, no. do you? You don't care about Capullo. I don't. That's weird. He means nothing to me. He's the man right He's worked on some uh, X-Men kind of related stuff. I think he did like X-Force and stuff like that, I think. But, really? Yeah. Oh, his stuff's sweet, man. His oh, no, he's good. He's just, yeah, just yeah. not someone I'm super keen to, to go see. I need his autograph, though. I need him to sign the books. You should get him to sign your, like, boobs or something and then tattoo it on. People do that, right? Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. I brought that enamored by him. It would be pretty funny. Though. It would be. I haven't seen any costumes that blow my mind yet. That's Saturday. This that's, year's, that's, the, yeah. that's the big day for the uh, cosplay. Um, can I show you something? Please. Do we want to go individual? Should we get a picture or something? Yeah. What do you guys have on tap? On tap, we have, we, for pictures, we don't have Stella or Guinness. We have Ryan. We've got Rickard's Red, Rickard's White. Would it be fitting to do Rolling Rock? If you really want to. Do you care? You no, I'm good. I know he, no, I love Stella. I, I totally, yeah. If it's beer, I'm happy. Rolling Rock. Picture of Rolling Rock. Absolutely. Beautiful, thank you. Yeah. Oh, show Sean the... Uh, oh, yes, I heard about this. The, the, oh, the bear. Yeah. So the guy looks like you, and he flat out goes... Are you are you easily offended? Yeah. Yes or no? No. He puts this in his hand. I say yes here. first. Read oh, you did. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. The Bear Stories, Volume One and Two. I'm offended already. I see the word asshole, and I see the word fucking, and I'm offended. <laughs> It's not even as offensive as he makes you think it's going to be, but it's pretty good. It's funny. You made me laugh when I was... And they signed them for me. What's the guy's name? Is it uh, two co-creators? Uh, story, script, pencils, inks, and colors by George Todorovsky. And story, bare pencils, and colors by Chris Hatsopoulos. Letters by Renee Vrenz. Yeah, Vrenz. Renee Vrenz. Published by DMF Comics and Elsewhere Media. So it's funny because the one guy draws it all, but then the other guy who does, who writes the comic just draws the bear. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's not done in sequence. Like sometimes yeah, the bear do. will be there first, next, you yeah. know, he's last. He just gets over. That's fine. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, that's a good cheer. We, we better go. Email okay, me. that was a beautiful lunch. Here, back to wherever the hell we are after you've heard this. Exterminate! 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 Day three, Fan Expo Canada, Toronto, Ontario. We're here in the Metro Toronto Convention Center. It's me and Nixon. We're still fighting the good fight, people. Still making it through. Right now, I'm standing in the line of several thousand people. Quite an uncomfortable situation to be in when you're as baked as I am. But not really, because at this point, I've, we're kind of in the zone. When you say we're in the zone at this Absolutely. point, yeah, we're in the zone at this point. This is the biggest, baddest day of Fan Expo. This is when things get insane. You got you got to go into a zone before today even starts. You know what I mean? You have to be prepared for what you're about to go through. 
You were smart because you put a bunch of stuff in early yesterday. Yep. So you just have to pick it up. But today is also the first appearance of Mr. Greg Capullo. And that's going to cause for chaos he's already tweeting, and so havoc. Already oh, yeah, he's already getting people all pumped up with his tweetness. It's good times. So it's very soon. What time is it now? It's 9.41. We got 19 minutes till doors open. Good luck to everyone. And avenge our deaths. All right, here we are. We are in Binbrook, Ontario. Again. We're at Sean's neighbor Darren's beer cave. Yes. And, uh, it's a uh, great tavern almost. There you go, <laughs> the Rolling Rock Tavern. I call it Darren's Pub. Darren's Pub? Nice. And uh, we have just completed day three of Fan Expo Canada. Speak for yourself. Mm. There's been three days of Fan Expo. I haven't seen a minute of it. <laughs> As a team. I've been on a ton okay. of the podcast, though. Yes. I'll clear this up <laughs> immediately. Tonight, when I say we, I'm just speaking for the team. Okay. Yeah. At some point, there's been some representative, if not all of us there. So that's what I mean by we. Really, today was just me and Nixon. Yeah. Yesterday was nice. me, Nixon, and you like that? <laughs> yeah. Something popped up the throat yeah. there. A little, <laughs> little corona throat. <laughs> corona throat. <laughs> Yesterday was me, Nixon, and uh, Darren. And you and Aaron came out and met us for Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, the podcast at night. Yeah. And tomorrow will be Sans Nixon and... What? Yeah, Sons yeah. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's my new name, Sons. Sons. Uh, and it'll be just you and me. The potato waste and the Jedi Ross conquering the last. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta thank Sons over there for the, uh, for the wristband. Yeah. Thank oh, that did work out. Well, thank goodness this is playing after, and we get in trouble. <laughs> well, they were they were silly enough to let us put on our own wristband. Yeah. So obviously, you leave that shit loose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because no, like, right <laughs> yeah, I mean, they credit the wristband to be one person every day. So thanks for that. No problem. Um, the team. So this uh, before you're hearing us now, you have heard a few little snippets of things and the night one summary. Uh, the summary we did of night one, as well, you've heard lunchtime from day number two. Yes. So I think we should start with, uh, you'll have heard most of what happened yesterday, except for the podcast, which was good old times. It was. We enjoy ourselves. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that was fucking great. Yeah. I always found Even it, though, like, it was the... completely backwards to their most famous movie, Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin Smith doesn't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, Muse. Well, he, yeah. Muse Absolutely. didn't shut up. And man. Muse doesn't yeah. really talk that much in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of a role made, reverse. Kevin made the joke of that in, in the thing where it's like, if, if you know, if you don't listen to our podcast or anything, you can yeah. be like, why the fuck is the fat dude talking? Yeah, so that's right. Was like, yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> blueberries, man. Blueberries. He literally. <laughs> you smell the aroma yeah, already? Yeah. Oh, well, just you kidding me? I've been smelling you it for a while. This first. Yeah, for sure. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. All right, we, we got a little detour here. Um, we've been enjoying our marijuana the past few days. From our sponsor, bro. Oh, uh, wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, that would be nice. Any of you happen to hear this at Tasty Puff? <laughs> www.tastypuff.com. In fact, that makes me think they might be on Twitter if they're all uh, 
dot commie. Dot commie. Oh yeah, so they have a social ne- social network. Let them know that we're talking about www.tastypuff.com. Uh, what we got here is a little eyedropper bottle of Blueberry Thrill Tasty Man Tasty. That's what it says on the label. Yeah. Now, what this is, a little bit of weed flavoring. Drop a little drop in your uh, like on your rice. papers. Like, oh, yeah, it's very drop, potent. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, more it aro- it's more aroma beforehand than it is Absolutely. taste yeah. during. Yeah. And yeah. we've been really mm-hmm. enjoying that. Well, even the, the after days. effect, I find like when you come in, it doesn't smell like, you know, you've been in a yeah, garage. Yeah, yeah, like I just smell. leave this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting to hear you talk about because you being the one non-weed smoker in the family. Bud likes the scent. I love. Oh, you've yeah, always I've done that. You always weed, too. You've yeah. always loved the smell of weed. Yeah. yeah, but it's crazy. Like, I mean, you, you can obviously smell weed when someone smoking weed. You're like, yep, there it is. But, mm-hmm. but it's it's like, when Darren first picked it up and he came over, he's like, just came into the garage, just you know, he's like, what are you smelling? I'm like, it's like, what is that fruit or something? Like, I couldn't really tell. Like, I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure. I couldn't put my finger on. But I'm like, it's. I would have never guessed you smoking pot. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and well, they they have a, a wide variety of flavors too. I think it was quite surprising. So anything from like watermelon, strawberry, berry, bubble gum. Yeah. And was, nice. it, was it reasonable? Like what's the what's the price? Like? Yeah, what's it cost for one of these eyedroppers? You said it was like what? Well, I don't bucks? know what retail should be, but yeah. these guys are digging you up for five bucks for one of the oh, little That's eyedroppers. it? Yeah, because I mean if you're using a and drop yeah. of time too. Like, did you get did you get the weed yeah, the weed probably... flavor at the fan expo? <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have. <laughs> That'd be excellent. Yeah. So yeah, they actually uh, they say there's roughly 400 drops in it. So wow, I mean, that's more than worth it. That's an incredible deal. You'll have had a few packs of papers. That's this is great. Very bad quality. I'm going to read yeah. the directions here. For a tasty puffing experience, add a few drops to any cigar, pipe tobacco, or shisha. What the fuck is a shisha? If you gotta ask, hasn't yeah. your mother explained this yes. to you? I've never heard of a shisha. Yeah, no, I'm not either. Uh, well, it's quite yeah, shish, right? Yeah, yeah maybe it's got something to do with that, like a variation of word. Let dry for one to two minutes, maybe light it's up a and smoke. Pipe. Can also be used in a water pipe, hookah, or vaporizer. Vaporized. Oh. Blueberry okay, vapor. Thing. I've heard so many people talk about this vaporizer. Yeah. How overrated. Does it work? What does it, it do? It is good. overrated. It's good for lack of smell. It is okay. overrated. Um, what it does no, is basically not. it cooks the weed rather than burns the weed. Okay. So it's you're it. just getting the vape. You're so not getting smoke. You're getting vapor. Yeah. Some are. Some yeah. are. Well, yeah, they all have to work. It's a fan lighting a bowl. The bowl cooks it rather than burns it. You don't put a lighter to it. The yeah. bowl heats up, and then it's vapor. I so it's like, it's fine for your lungs. Just sit above it and breathe it in. Yeah. Well, there's no, a hose in a coming out oh, okay, of it, yeah. right? Or a hose, yeah. Yeah, and there's a hose that comes to it, or in a bag, yeah. It blows Some up kind of filling leg. chamber. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. picturing you know crocodile Dundee when he dumps. Like I'd rather have a, a, I'd rather have a double barrel bomb. That is sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, no, no, not even just like a two, just a two, like you know. I haven't used many of those. Two like two like six inches with like a foot and a half. Two six inches with a foot and a half coming out. You can just hold on to one. With one in. Yeah. You can't smell it. There's no smell. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's very light. But yeah. if you're actually a fan of smoking, yeah, yeah, which I think there might be one or more in this room. Yes, I love a good. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, you end up smoking way too much. Yeah, and it's not that you're gonna get higher. I don't know about that, man. There's a little bit. Well, I've heard you it is a huge like bag, and you get people say that it's a different. As fucked. Yeah, like it is a different. But thing. I, I think they were like it was like two, but then eventually those things I just keep going because I can't taste it, so it doesn't give you that. 
I think you know the, rarity. the like, coffin get yeah. off. Take it's it's like most you people smoke that much in the bar and get pretty fucked up. You're just, I think you're just on another level than you realize, man. That could be serious. <laughs> I know people that are close to me that would definitely agree with that. <laughs> so, hey, check them out. www.tastypuff.com uh, There's your free commercial, guys. From an elegant weapon. You only get to one, you. please sponsor. Yeah, yes, yeah. please sponsor. <laughs> if you'd like to hear better quality stoners, like talking a better quality uh, recording. Give us better quality yeah. shit. Help us get some better quality <laughs> shit. There you go. You know? Yep. All right, good times. Well, what I about, didn't know that. Should we, uh, since we didn't no, do No, no, we're still on track. Yeah, no, but we're talking about Kevin Smith and shit, Yes, right? we are. Yeah. What about the, uh, the, uh, the, line cu- the massive line cut? <laughs> that shit was fucking, that shit was fucking epic, oh, man. Okay. That shit was fucking... That was an episode yeah. in itself. The great thing about Sean Nixon is you are one of the most genuinely... Honest. Over nice, honest, got your back, real Wait, men that I've known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to certain like... situations, like lines of a thousand people, you're just like... Fuck y'all. And you walk to the front of it and just stand there going, what, what, huh? Yeah, okay, thanks, cool. And you go right no, in. I don't think any of us had a problem with walking in front of all those fucking people. I was way too big. Somebody, yeah. that, somebody honestly, was that. You, you, you would have been in if it wasn't for you, though, honestly. I'm sorry. Because I you, you had to hesitate. These guys went right up. I was hey, in, man. I was in. Yeah, I know. I was in. And they were like, I'm sitting there like, I cut a like 2,000 person line <laughs> to within two people from the security guard. Yeah. Right at the front gate, and I was in the door in the hall before some little girl comes. They broke it. it was funny. They yeah. cut into line. Yeah, People started it. yelling, and I couldn't take it. That's when my like my stone took over, I and I was like, "Too big to But the fucking this. the best part was they give us they hand us over to like that fucking Chad guy, who, <laughs> right? Until oh, yeah. the other guy can deal with us, yeah. he comes over. He's like, "All right, guys, back with the line." Yeah. So we go back like maybe two hundred people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? This is the to the guy that's like holding yeah. like the "I'm the end of this line" sign. Yeah. We're like, "Hey, man, let us like hold the sign." Or no, we were talking like, like <coughs> we got to that volunteer. Yeah, yeah that was a different girl. And now. We said that that's where the person told us to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she thing. like we made we like pretty much convinced her to like yeah. fucking like end up leaving her post. Yeah. Then I'm we sorry, take I was too big to we took it all. we took that guy sign and then just got in like like cut again you know what no I mean? Clark you actually did the one thing that we were supposed to all do and you went to the back of the line no, sorry. <laughs> yeah I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, you know what I mean like I'm the first person to hate like if somebody butts like I, you know I'm, I'm not saying I'm a hypocrite but I'm the same, I'm the same way like you know you don't want to butt but I'm just I just I'm at the point where if it's not going to inconvenience someone I can do it where it doesn't bother anyone. And I can get in there with almost no one noticing and do it stealthily. Then I'm cool. With it that. was in the sense I wouldn't too. go out. Of, yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way to like I'm buddy in line and like right. purposely. You know, I don't do it that way. But yeah, if I yeah. can somehow kind of sneak in, I'm you do try it. just to stay in there with a smile on your face. Yeah, you're right. no, hope, no notices. Cool. He does look approachable, so oh, yeah. you don't really want to. Yeah. In fact, after the girl <laughs> gave us all shit and started yelling, they're butting and everything. Sean turned around. Shook the girl's hand and said, "Thank you for being so polite." That was absolutely entirely not she, rude. No, she she yeah. handed over. She said, "Well, I mean, that's the honestly, that's the right yeah. thing to do." So, his buddy, you stand up, stand up. And I said, "Hey, good. Thank you for doing the right thing. You know, we'll, we'll go back and but in front of somebody else." So we get into the podcast, and it's maybe what oh, 20, wait, no, 25 got, minutes late. Buddy, we, well, we got into the podcast, and it took you twenty five minutes yeah. to get to no, us. No, but I guess stop you before there because after we did button line, we actually got through. As we're yeah. walking through the doors, the best part is all the security guys that told us to get out, and they were like, "Watch these guys." 
just as we walk yeah, in, they're yeah. like, okay, watch for a dude in a white hat, and it's just saying everything that we're wearing, and we're walking in, as it said, and we're just like, as a genius, me being the one who kind of got the most caught out of the group, I take my hat off, and my sunglasses kind of hide them, not completely hide them I mean it was in my hand it goes all incognito though. but yeah. as I'm soon as I'm walking by them with my white hat in my hand they're kind of yelling out look for a guy in a white hat yeah. backwards yeah they're supposed to be at the end yeah. of the line yeah. Yeah. make sure they're there okay yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that was nice you guys saved seats for us and yes. the line moved I knew I, oh, the yeah. reason I didn't mind really going in the line because I saw that once they let everybody in Everyone was just it was a walk yeah. And to me, yeah, it's yeah. a disability thing. I have ADD. I don't like to stand still. I, need to keep I can't sit in the line. So, yeah, that's the way I look. So, we got in. We got really good seats. Uh, front, right. Yep. Or, as you said, <laughs> stage well, left. Stage, stage left. left. Stage stage left. left. Is that how it works <laughs> Which I, being the drama kid that I am, yeah, should have clued into. But yeah. I was going, like, work while, where we look at the house and go right or left. So mm-hmm. my drama history, it conflicted. It was all confusing. So they were a little late, but uh, they came out and uh, rocked the shit. They were very good. But literally, <laughs> the only thing that got to me a little bit is because I am I'm a little bitter that... It wasn't Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Just because that's my all-time favorite podcast, yeah, period. But, and they're in Ottawa tonight. Yeah. That's <laughs> but I still was like, this is going to be great. You know, Jay's yeah. funny. But I did kind of think that he was going to do exactly what he did and literally oh, yeah. spend an entire hour yeah, on the subject of cum. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a little Literally. Yeah. He must have told... 50 minutes worth of three stories of him jerking off. Not to throw the pun in there, but he stuck on that for a long time. Yeah, but it was a long time. It was good, though. Yeah, and then they, uh, they started asking the questions... Yeah, like After it could, it can turn into talk. a I could turn into a brutal podcast oh, just with all the mic trouble that they fucking had I and thought, shit too. I thought it would be yeah, an hour. They they handled it quite well because I would have been a little bitter by the time. I think that's why we got so many cum stories was because they only had like one mic going yeah. between the two of them for so fucking long. You know yeah, what I mean? There's a little bit of mic problem. It's gonna be interesting to hear the actual the, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're only ever like an hour long. And oh, you really? went for like two and a half hours or whatever. So oh, yeah. there's more editing that goes into some of those than I realize. That's got to be that's got to be one of the, their longer ones, and if they're all yeah, it has to be because the way that Jake can go off like that. Yeah. But, but it was great. It was funny. Good questions. Good people. So this took us into day three, which dark is today. Room. Uh, great story to start off the day. Sean and I park. Uh, you crashed last night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we got out nice and early. Yeah. We get there. We yeah, parked the car. Yeah, we to a happy ending. It was awesome. Mm. <laughs> are, we on day, are we on day three now? I'm not going to yes. ask you to that house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the cats. Um, so, uh, we get we parked the car. We start heading into the convention center. And there's this guy walking. I can't remember how that conversation started. But... Uh, the old guy. Remember is this what you're actually cons? in? Or you're no, in this is literally oh, just walking oh, yeah. early in the morning, park the car. Oh, yeah, he's a vendor. We just happened to be walking and just kind of... Somehow a conversation kind of sparked. I can't yeah. remember how it sparked, but... Uh, it was something to do with the buildings. We were talking... Oh, you mentioned about the, the roads. How, oh, yeah, I'm walking now. So parking, parking in Toronto. Yeah. I was getting out of control. Because he's from the States. Yeah. And he was just saying, he was just mentioning us. I think he thought we weren't from around here. But like, he's been to Toronto a lot since, yeah. like, back so in the 80s. Yeah, he was like, oh, all the yeah. parking's underground. That's what, and we're like, yep, we know that, but thanks. So <coughs> we struck up a conversation with him. And so he starts telling really us cool this guy. is his second fan expo, but he's been doing them for, like, 20 years or whatever. He did them for a while for a friend and then stopped, blah, 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 story. And then he says, and he's been to Comic-Con, 
San Diego Comic Con like eight times or something. Yeah, there was even more. Yeah. Than like 12 times. So I there. finally said to him, I said, okay, look, break it down for me. How many fan expos is Comic Con? Yeah, because we've never been there. Yeah. That's one we've we never knew. So he stops and he looks up and he thinks for a sec. A couple seconds later, he goes, about eight. Come and on. Sean and Seriously. I just went wide eyed and dropped jaws, and we're just like, eight? Eight of these? Oh, yeah. Like, Fan Expo like, is I'm no joke. Third largest. largest. Yeah. It's yeah. crammed pretty tight. They could. Guy says to even me, see well, even the National bigger, Trade Center yeah. could take that and, you know, Absolutely. give you a little bit more wider. Yeah. They just had some thing where they had to, like, start building weird stuff and force the city into it to be yeah. able to you're handle Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The city you're building this for. Yeah, like, it gets people contracts just for being yeah. there. The yeah. one giant kind of shit, you know what I mean? It's not all different buildings. Like, there's stuff going on in different buildings. Like building this parking lot. There's a giant main convention room, like we have, right? The giant building. Like, ours is in the South Building. Yeah. They have that giant building, but that building from one end to the other, what was it? A mile and a third what? or a mile oh, and yeah, a half walk like that, from yeah. one end of the building to the other. Yeah, it takes like half an hour. Yeah. But even throwing it in the Rogers Skydome wouldn't yeah. mean. So you've no. got, they, and they're calling, uh, Fan Expo's now, we've heard it enough this weekend, it's the third largest. Everybody's I think New York is next. And you've been to New York, Nick said, yeah, and said it's maybe a bit bigger. Yeah, it's not, it's not I wonder who actually was. Yeah, yeah. It's not huge okay. compared to we, Toronto. I'd say they're very close. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, just, a that's a Comic-Con, Still too, on the though, right? Still yeah, on the same scale, right? Yeah. And but, then you've just got the big it, mother is, of all. What's the difference there? The Disneyland. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how they would actually technically break that down. Total dwarfing. Yeah, it's just crazy. So then what did we do? We went straight to Artist String. Yeah, artistry and getting alley. some signatures and this and that. You yeah. went to the alley. Oh yeah, yes. mm-hmm. that's my home away from. How home. many pickups today? Oh, dude, I had a killer day today. You went in today saying, I "Oh, they're gonna pick up four things." Yeah, by the end of the day, collection already today because I was at your place already. Yeah, no, I, I did very well today, man. It was one of those ones where how many pieces? Uh, well, I picked up about four four pieces of art, like just new kind of pages, and then I got about eight. Commissions done as well too today. Nice. Plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight plus yeah. the one that still is. Yeah. I hear yeah. you got. I hear you got some girls thrown in behind Stanley now. Yes. Yeah. It's looking good. Nice. So, Who did you get thrown into that? Uh, I got uh, Emma Frost at his feet, grabbing his leg, kind of like the old. Um, the Who old, are the artists that do these? Uh, that one was. Um, Krista Lara. Yes, Krista Lara. And oh, okay. Got, that was uh, the yeah. Leonard Kirk did uh, Jean Grey behind him. And um, Adrian Alfona did uh, kind of punk rock like the Mohawk Storm. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. But nice. they're still all yeah. retro done in a way. Yeah, yeah. Stanley's kind of like Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because, yeah, that Stan Lee's really... Because that Stan Lee's like a 70s really, yeah, bell-bottom like, yeah. Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a huge Which is like old, yeah. like old shit to us, but I guess we've just mentioned it like three times like quickly well, on this. Well, Dinner Debt, who runs the media junk food yeah. blog yeah. that we post off, right? Um... She tweeted a picture of him the other day and said, this is why they call him Stan the Man. Yeah. And it was an old black and white 70s picture of Stan Lee naked, lie, lying out what? on a couch naked with his like feet up and like his, you know, I've never his seen hand that. holding on his head, you know, with a Spider-Man magazine over his fucking No way. Yeah. Authentic? Holding, funny, yeah, yeah. And he's wow. like, See, smiling. if I would have known that, nice. like, when I got to meet him, that would have been one to bring, get that in yeah, get 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 his yeah. yeah, That's funny. But he man. personally liked yours. You handed yeah. it to him oh, and yeah. he went, wow, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. to have Stanley stop in a crowd of yeah. over 2,000 people or whatever it was there. Yeah, yeah. Do it I haven't seen any of the, uh, the X-Women around there. I just had the picture of him done by uh, David Baldium. 
Um, so he drew Stanley as a character, kind of in seventy style kind of wardrobe. That looks great. And yeah, he was that's just, a pimp. He's a machine man. He has yeah. so many signatures to do. So it's just it's like an assembly line. You know, they have, he's the helper there, grabs the piece before that, slides it in front of him. He's just boom, signature, signature. Now most of this art, and you'll still have to post this new stuff you got. You can yeah, actually stuff. find online where. Uh, yeah, comic art fans. I upload. I don't upload everything, but I do put a lot of that stuff. If uh, you want to check out some of Nixon's awesome original artwork that he collects and deals with, check out that again. Say yeah, it's, again. That's great. Comic art fans. Comicartfans.com. Well. Yeah. All right. Uh, they do two, two really, really good website for anyone that's into original kind of comic art things like that. It just shows anyone that kind of owns pieces like that can update it. So it's a free site, and you can just post any of your stuff on there. It's, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, wait, what stuff? I did Halo. see a really good Halo guy yesterday. Yeah. Yes. That, oh, yeah. That guy was legit. And he was big, too. Buddy, like, he, he was, was solid, big. man. Like, yeah, it was about 6'4". Like yeah, it's like, that is the real dude. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, what is, oh, I'm going to blank for a second. Is it Michelle or Christy who's into Halo? Christy. It is Christy, yes. She tweeted me earlier. At least Christy. And she was like, I said, does anyone have seen anything? She said... Halo, but I didn't get that tweet because I was downstairs. Or Star in, Wars inside Halo? there. So she, I think she meant Star Wars or Halo. Yeah. It would have been, I hope. Yeah. Unless she knew something I didn't. Somebody's pulling. But I forgot to do that. <laughs> what I'm going to do on the Sunday, and uh, you'll see pictures around, but there's there's actually a giant booth there for Halo 4 yeah. to go in and play. I stayed away. And it's a giant, like, area <laughs> of the place. But... I did see some. I didn't get pictures, and I'm sorry. Maybe they'll be again tomorrow on Sunday when I go. But there was some good Halo. Yeah, there was some good Halo. Man. I no, I don't even think I've played Halo. No, good Halo either. costumes. Just because I kind of had fun the time that we spent there last year. Uh, did Disney have a booth again? I didn't know. Yes, um, it was yeah. smaller, it was but they had the two small. guys drawing. They yeah. did still do the yeah. same thing. Yep. Yeah, I didn't notice it, and I, I liked it when the Muppets had uh, had some artists. Going there in tw- at 2010. Did they really? Yeah, that. you could That's get cool. you could get uh, covers. Hmm, nice. It was like one character for 20 bucks. Okay, cool. so well, Disney did free last year, and I'm sure they had the same system. Did they really? this year? Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. the Jedi Ross story. It's awesome. One of two stories of the day. That's the good one. Story number one. <laughs> in the morning, me and Sean are doing our art stuff. We're getting signatures. We're doing this and that. Nixon. Yeah, me and oh, thank you. Yes. I was going there too. So I decide I'm going to go get in line for um, David Finch. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ooh, get my uh, very nice. Batman comic. Not Batman, but Dark Knight, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh, I've so I get in the lineup. I've got to make a poll list. Most, most artists there, you know how they put a limit and they say we're only signing five or six things, right? Five or six items. Yeah. For some reason, there was no limit. He never said much. He just looked always surprised. At, okay, what goes next? What yeah. comes next? Like he didn't know that he shouldn't be doing twenty issues yeah. at a time. Usually they have a handler that yeah. kind of cuts them off. They weren't really doing a great job. They were more taught sitting there, kind of showing off that they were handlers. But anyways, so I wait in line for like an hour. I can't take it anymore. I know he's coming back tomorrow when it's mellower. I'll do it fucking later. Nice. Sorry, David Finch. Nice. I'll come we're back. Get, we're getting that line. Yeah. Nice. No. 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 So, <laughs> so I go about my business later on in the day. I'm. I went to uh, first Jason Faybuck, who did uh, the cover for Batman Annual Number One, mm-hmm. and uh, he's doing some Batman, and I get the signature from him on that, and then I go next door to him to. Uh... Oh shit! Was Finch, Finch. Finch? Yeah, oh yeah, no, I have. Okay, here's. Uh, sorry, let me adjust. I happen to be walking down uh, <laughs> Artist Alley, 
And uh, David Finch, who I'd missed and skipped out of his line, happens to just sit down at his table, which no one was expecting, as I'm walking by. I'm behind two other guys. They stop, I stop, I'm third in line, right? He's stunned again. Sits down, he's like, ah. Turns over to Jason Fabek, who I had actually gotten the signature earlier, and he's like, you got any uh, paper? <laughs> Fabek's like, yeah, sure, man. And Fabek's like from Windsor. He's from near here, Ontario. Yeah. And he's a young, Finch fresh kid. He's an incredibly talented kid, and he's just can't believe the position he's in. He's shocked by he's just the kid there who's just like, yeah, I got paper. He's just like, great, right? You want crayons? Right. What do you want? Anything? So the two guys are talking to David Finch, and I hand him my book, or I'm waiting to get mine signed, and I'm kind of listening to Jason Fabek, who's beside him, talk to a fan or something. All of a sudden, I feel this arm push against my left shoulder and extend itself to shake Fabek's hand. And I'll, I look at Fabek. Before, because like I, I turn to my left, I see Fabic, I go to see who it is behind me, and I hear Fabic go, Greg, holy shit, how's it going? And I turn to my left, and like pushed up against me is Greg Capullo. Nice. So he leans forward and shakes Fabic's hand, and he's, he's like, Hey man, I just wanted to come over and, and say, Hey, how's it going? Did I cup his nuts, come on. You know, no. the biggest kiss, oh my god. You don't I fuck with Capullo, oh, okay? <laughs> so he leans forward, shaking his hand, he's like, You know. You're doing a really good job. I love your work. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Does the whole thing. And Fabic's eyes are just a uh, wide-eyed kid. Yeah. And he doesn't even skip a beat. I he instantly if... goes into, you are responsible for all this. I, you're such a hero of mine. Yeah. You're such an inspiration so growing is, up. And this is probably just post-Liefeld battle yeah, yeah. on Twitter, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. So this is All going right. off, and I'm sitting Just here, and I can't believe this Just to put some sense into it, the Snyder battle today. Yeah. I can't believe these guys are meeting, and I'm basically the third part of the conversation. Like, I I went ahead and listened and watched them, because I was, I couldn't avoid it. I was going to literally, like, turn my head and look yeah. up in the air and be like, doop 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 doo I'm listening to this Absolutely. shit, Absolutely. Right? It's like a track. Yeah, the girls are behind like Fabic, like his girlfriend and friends, I guess, or whatever. They're all just like, oh, my God. They know this is a big moment for him, right? Mm-hmm. So they have this big moment, and I'm listening, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm experiencing hearing of this shit. And he's like, Fabic says flat out, he's like, can you give me some advice? How do you deal with, like, lack of confidence and shit? And Capullo looks at him, and he's like, dude, you're on Batman. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I still can't believe it when I see my name on the book. And he's like... Capullo goes, Batman is the most iconic character there is. And they trusted you with him. That's all you need to know. Just remember that. He's giving him all this advice. And, uh, right, I'm, I'm feeling for when the conversation's about to end. And he's about to say goodbye, and I feel it. And that's when I interject. And I nice. cut into the conversation. I say, guys, I'm really sorry, but can I please take a picture of this first meeting of you guys? Can I be that guy? And they're like, fuck yeah, sure. So as already seen on Twitter, the pics already been put up there. Uh, Capullo like they pose and do the handshake, and it's a great picture. I got it quick, and it looks fantastic. And I said to them both, uh, "I'll put it on your Twitter so you can have that or whatever." And they're like, "Awesome, cool, you know." Twitter later, and Capullo was like, "Okay, well, I gotta, I'm gonna go say hi to some other people." But he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then, <laughs> and then he he during it he stumbled because I was like, "You guys got Twitter?" Capullo's like, "I knew Capullo did." So I was like, "I'll tweet it to you." And then Facebook was like, well, put it on Facebook. I got like a fan page and stuff. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, so you're not on Twitter? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I was like, I'm just going to tweet it, dude. Then you'll have it, right? So I found him on Twitter, and I tweeted it to both of them. 
And that was my exclusive for the day. Yeah, I had a picture of the very first meeting of these two artists who will probably work together for decades and become good friends. Well, we did talk about when you were going to start doing some of those sort of things, and you said you weren't going to start searching for situations, but... Right place, right time. That's I stopped it trying best. and it yeah. happened. Yeah. You just got to have your eyes open. But tomorrow, picking up more art from Stegman for you, yeah. Yeah. I've talked to that guy enough this yeah, weekend he's, he's that good. I'm going to try and get a throw to. Have yeah, we touched on... Bob, uh, Robert Bailey? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we, on the summary, it. it was yeah. a lot about him because we talked yeah. to those pictures we got. That was amazing. It's still amazing. That's shit. Stuff, One yeah. thing about uh, Kapula I thought was funny is I'd never seen him before. And when you show me, like, pics of him, he's not someone I would see. Oh, there's an artist. Like, the dude looks like he's a fucking... <laughs> in like the Hell's Angels, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like he's a scary-looking like, Don't mess with that guy. But he yeah. is a true artist, man. Yeah. Oh, his yeah, love, yeah. but also his yeah, dude, love watching his Batman watching his works in progress is, is, is awesome on Twitter. Really? Oh, he, on Twitter, oh, dude, it's sick for that. Like, if you love art, like you should yeah. be on Twitter and just follow all of them because yeah. they post two it covers daily. next. Oh yeah, it's still we've talked about this uh, episode 20, 12 episodes. We got ago. we, we got your neighbor Darren yeah. on. Yeah, yes, Darren's on true. there. I only have a work cell phone. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they pay for your data. That's all you need. Yeah. So at stalking Redis, the stories for you. I decide to go to the Walking Dead uh, mm-hmm. panel. Mm-hmm. It's uh, John Bernthal. I hope I'm saying that right. Bernthal or something. You know, Shane from The Walking Dead. And Normus, Norman Reedus. Daryl of The Walking Dead. And uh, there's a line for like hours of people. I went to like say, is this like, it was like one o'clock and there was going to be a panel for Continuum. And there was a lineup for that. And I was like, so this is all Continuum. Is anybody bother to start a line for the 4.30, which is four hours away, Walking Dead? Four hours away. Yeah. Are you insane? And the guy goes. The guy goes. Yeah, that's that one over there. There's two lines. And I was like, well, maybe it was three hours before. Still and I was like, are you kidding? Wow. That's crazy. I'll come back late because that hall G is big enough that once they let the line in, you can just go in after. Yeah. So it I just didn't even fill that. up. It just went in without any line. I was just sitting at the back, mm, which yeah. didn't matter because no. that hall's great. Yeah. yeah. Didn't matter. Yeah, didn't matter at all. I can see why maybe a couple hundred hardcore Raiders fans yeah. would wait a couple hours because that's their main reason for being there. Yeah. And they want to get give up it close. Give it to them, man. Get up close. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all yeah. 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 I know you girls would like if to If I could pull up, up the chair in front of me, like, you know, like just lounge on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all good. Nice. Yeah. Let the, let's, uh, last night for the podcast were fantastic, though. They were close enough that you could actually oh, yeah. see them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. So I go into the Walking Dead panel, and I'm just lounging at the back, waiting for it to start, you know. Uh, the guy from Space, which is a show on Space Channel in Canada here, like a, like the news space guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> they do all our panels here. Whereas at Comic-Con, it's like Chris Hardwick, the Nerdist, and uh, Ralph Garman. They, do the, they run the panels. Our guys are these guys on our Space Channel, which is like our sci-fi channel. And uh, they started off with Josh, or John, sorry, uh, Shane from Walking Dead. He comes out. And uh, he's a little taken aback. You tell he's not used. He hasn't done many of these. You can tell. And this is new to him, right? And he was supposed to come out with Norman Reedus. But Norman Reedus fucked off somewhere to have a butt or some kind of shit, right? So he's answering questions and, you know, doing a really good job. He was fantastic. You know, it was actually the panel, guys running the panel were asked really good questions. Even the fan questions were pretty good. Like, normally, you know, every third fan question is just fucking stupid. But all the fan questions were good. He was doing really, really well. But he kept looking off to the side. And you're like, what's he? You can tell he's looking for something. He's like in pain, <laughs> uncomfortable, kind of. But not t- so bad that he's being really funny and he's engaged. 
Looking he's not uncomfortable or whatever. But then he finally goes, he ignores the one question, he leaves forward, he looks off stage, he goes, where the fuck is Norman? And he's like laughing while he's saying, but he's like, where the fuck did Norman go? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he goes on for like another 10, 15 minutes or just covered shit, he's still looking, right? I literally, I can't believe my fucking luck today. <laughs> Praise the force. I lean back and I got my arms because I'm like empty seats around me. I got my arms then. I happen to some reason lean over, look over my right shoulder, and I see Norman Reedus sneaking in from the back where I went, like the doors. And he sneaks in and he just goes in between a couple people and sits in the seat. And I see it when I start laughing. I'm just like, look at him, right? And I see he's got a mic in his hand. So he sits there for a bit. And uh, kudos, Canadians, because no one ruined it. Not everybody was like... Like, everyone noticed him, but yeah. no one was like, start taking pictures or like laughing or going, whispering even. You could see everyone around him just trying to keep a tight face, being like, don't ruin it. This is awesome. It's cool. Right. Is he really, really yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. So Norman sat there for a few minutes, just like a crowd, and he's kind of turned to people beside him, going, like, hey, how you doing? You know? And then uh, in between, it's, it's time for the next question for Shane. And you hear this girly voice come over the PA, be like, Yes, I have a question. And I look over and it's him. And Norman Reedus got the mic and he's like, How'd you get so sexy? Or something. Yeah. I mean, you just you barely got anything out. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know why, but uh, what's his name? Shane, like, clued in. And uh, he's just right over the mic, too. And he's just like, You fucking bastard and shit. <laughs> uh, so he got him. And, you know, he gets up. And as he starts running from the back to the front of the crowd, he starts high fiving people with, like, the mic. Yeah, you know, yeah. so he's all hands around. He's hitting him with the mic, so it's going boom, 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 boom. And then he gets up to the close to the comedy and he just starts hitting all the people because there was a bunch of kids sitting on the ground. And he just starts hitting them, going boom, 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 boom. And he walks by one girl sitting in a chair and he thumps to the shoulder, but she doesn't move or anything. So he steps back again and so like six more times. It's just sister going boom, 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 boom with the mic on her left shoulder. And then he gets up there and, you know, everybody's like, ah! He goes around the side to get off. Shane gets up and takes off off stage. And they have a big huggy moment. They probably haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. So they're seeing each other in Toronto. And they have a nice big huggy moment. And then they come out and they do the panel. And they're both funny and great. And uh, it was awesome, man. The one question I didn't hear that I was dying to hear is, will there be a Boondock Saints? I had to leave to try and find you because my phone died. Oh, yes. had, I had to get the car out by six, and I just couldn't. I really wanted. I was having a great time. Yeah. Both of them were fantastic. Oh, All you girls who love your Norman Reedus have every right to. We're huge Boondock Saints fans around here. Uh, love that shit. He's good stuff. That Norman Reedus did a great panel. I hope you guys yeah find it on YouTube and wherever. I'm sure it'll be out there. Oh, yeah. I got a few pictures that we'll put up on our blog and this and that. And it was everything you think it would be. Y'all would have had a good time. The fans who were there, I'm sure, had a blast. It was even better than I thought it would be. Like, it got really in-depth, and they had they were funny, too, man. No. Funny and awesome. And I wanted to hear someone ask, will there be a Boondock Saints 3? No. I don't know if that was asked. I think it was close enough to the end that it wasn't. But will there be? I need to know. I know. Well, Our two builders in Canada were there. Which you told me about this, which I didn't know about too, was the uh, stormtroopers. I grow blueberries. I didn't realize. I can't believe you didn't know about this. I did this. not know. I thought it was more of a advertising kind of thing, and they do like no. you know kind of thing. I didn't realize ever like even the helmets they built themselves. I, didn't know, I thought that was like okay. A, look, I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll explain like I did to you earlier. Um, I think most people listening to this podcast might have at least heard of the 501st Battalion, which oh, in the shit. stories and the comics and the books and everything. And in the movies, 
That's Vader's battalion. Yeah. Darth Vader's battalion is the 501, the 501st battalion. Years ago, a couple fans, like recently after the movie, of course people started making their yeah. own Stormtrooper outfits. And they had to start making them back then because it's not like today where oh, you yeah. were thinking that yeah, you could just I, buy a helmet. I thought it was just a... Yeah, uh, it didn't wow. exist. Because they started back then. Because, like, George Lucas started Comic-Con around the same time. And, it, you know, there was... Comic-Con used to be way more Star Wars, even though there was still a huge presence. But, uh... So... It wasn't comics? No, it was comics. But it was also heavily Star Wars yeah, in the beginning. And, uh... People don't even realize that, that Lucas had a hand in creating Comic-Con. He wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just the connection so between Star Wars and shit. Like, he sits everything. on the fucking board? Yeah, that's right. He used to. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't know what he does now. <laughs> Plays with his money. Yeah, who knows what he does now, right? Money fight! So, oh. yeah, Comic-Con started that way. So and, what, are we, uh, what are we doing tomorrow? Hold on, we'll get to that. So the Stormtroopers started building. Now, what they did was, obviously, a bunch of them met and started making their group. And after Vader's battalion named it the 501st Battalion. The 501st Garrison, I think, is more correct, actually. Excellent. It's the 501. It's Vader's Fist. 501st. That's their nickname. Vader's Fist. I love that shit. Because there's several hands of Vader and hands of the Emperor. The Emperor had hands, like like his own people who did shit. And Vader had, like, Arden Lynn and shit. Like, hands, you know? And, uh... So it was Vader's Fist, it was Vader's Shocker, Vader's Minivan. Yes. Right. yes. So they did all this. Vader's Shocker. Vader Mater. They did, uh, so this, they, they started this group. And then it they just, the most, yeah. so it was mainly oh. Comic-Con. <laughs> skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just playing my time. No, no, yeah. I'm the motherfucker who has to edit this shit. <laughs> I'm not going to go through editing the four of us having two fucking separate conversations again. That's not fucking happening. I'm moderating this shit as best I can. Okay? So, they formed the club, obviously, named it after that, and then they started doing charity and shit. And it just grew and grew, and out of that grew uh, the Canadian garrison. I, I think it's the, the 501 Battalion... Canadian Garrison. Yeah, I, think I, is what saw, it's called. I saw their yeah. thing up there, just like from all different countries. They do insane yeah, charities, parades, really cool. but their their charity work is fucking. Well, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's why I was known for that. They, that's what I thought it was last year, I went to one of their pa- helmet making panels, yeah. like their workshops they have, yeah. and it was incredible. Some of them, you know how the new guys nowadays learn? They get like the cereal box ones or the Halloween ones, and they kind of modify those into really good looking ones and then they eventually learn from like older guys because there's generations of kids doing it now there was like a father and son team doing it making stormtrooper shit right so that's where it all came from man yeah, and it's, cool. it's awesome that they do that the quality you see it it's crazy it's out of the movie yeah. well yeah I, I thought it was stuff they had to buy a proper replica you can also go on the internet and get the proper just need some under armor and some yeah. elbow pads yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can get the proper specs in third fight gear we should do that just show a helmet and just paint it white I'm a <laughs> there were some people like that, man. There totally was. You know there was, too. There's plenty of those people. That was me. And then Pikachu. They got all yellow on and like a fucking ear. I did see that chick. And Pikachu. <laughs> she had yellow shin pads and everything. <laughs> you know she listens to your podcast. Oh. Like, That's me. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Holy fuck, I'm hurting. 
You've had a couple couple times so far on the way down here where I thought that's gonna be a puker. I'm holding it together, man. Like, did you need me to bust the AC on because you were just like sitting in the sun for? Yeah, the sun just started making me sweat and started bringing everything out, and I was like, oh god, I need air conditioning and a dupe pronto. Dude, I almost fucking puked off dupes last night. <laughs> like seriously, gagging on my own spit. That was crazy. <laughs> That was a lot of rolling rock That's fucking draft. A, a lot of fucking blueberry smoke. I mean, more, most likely I still may puke once we get out of this car, but I'll be okay until we get out of this car. Day four, Fan Expo. Yo. What am I getting off of? Spadina, yo. Spadina. Right. Day four at Fan Expo, and here we are at table A82 in Artist's Alley. Joining us for the first time ever on an elegant weapon is Sparkle Girl Jen. Hello. How are you, Jen? I'm good. Have you had fun this weekend? I had a lot of fun this weekend. But you're tired I'm now. I'm tired, yes. Yeah. Well, it's been crazy. I didn't think today would be this busy, eh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is the busiest Sunday I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. All right, tell me about your table here and what's going on. Um, I have lots of handmade goodies here. I have pillowcases, pouches, I have some cat toys, and a lot of tote bags. Now, this is your second expo, right? No, this no? is my seventh expo. Seventh episode? Really? Seventh, yeah. I thought you just started last year. No. Holy crap. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. This is my fifth. Okay. So, I thought I was there. two up on me. Yeah. Jesus. But I used to share a table with, like other friends or artists so I never had this much stuff right I'd have like six bags on the table and that was about it no you had a nice little setup here now man. yeah this is the first year I've ever had a full table to myself so what started all this how'd you get into making all this stuff um my grandma taught me how to sew I wanted right. to sew for myself and then other people started requesting things and I started making things for other people and I just started selling them did you go right into it being kind of like geek themed stuff or yeah, you, yeah just right oh, yeah. away you were like okay these are the patterns yeah. I like and this and that what was the first thing you ever made do you remember a tote bag a tote bag yeah it's a basic tote bag I don't know what pattern it was I don't know oh yeah okay what's the what's the hottest seller what do you sell the most of here pillowcases pillowcases yeah, yeah they're rad pillowcases I got a Star Wars one for my own boy there the other day he loved it yeah, the Star Wars is picked over. Well, so far he's just using it as a blanket the past two days because he loves it. So he's just carrying it around like it's a blanket. Fell asleep with it last night. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Seven. I can't believe that. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, has, have you seen it get bigger? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Cra- Every year it, it gets bigger, yeah. I think they're going to have to open up that second building to get anything done. I was talking to one guy and I said, uh, he's telling me he's been to Comic-Con a bunch of times, like San Diego. I said, how many of these? And he said, it's eight of these oh in, like, God, one giant building. And this is the third biggest one in the world. 
Yeah. And think about how much Comic-Con dwarfs it, eh? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. Yeah, we have a lot of growing to do. Have you had any chance to have, like, any fun or do anything? Yeah, or? a little bit. Yeah? I just went over to uh, check out the celebrities. Got a picture of Stanley. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. That's good times. Yeah. Is there anybody that tickles your fancy over there? Uh, two guys from Walking Dead. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I went to the panel yesterday yeah. and saw them. It was crazy because... Really uh cool. Shane was on stage, you know, yeah. John, whatever, yeah. and uh, he kept looking off the side, and he's like, where the hell's Norman? Like, Norman didn't show up, and I'm sitting at the back casually, like, kind of on my own, and he comes in and sneaks up and sits, like, two seats behind oh, me, wow. and he's got a mic in his hand, and you just hear out of nowhere, excuse me, excuse me, I have a question, <laughs> and he's just, like, totally being sneaky at the back <laughs> of the room, so that was cool. Right place, right time, you know, and it was yeah. a really good panel, too, if you like The Walking Dead at all. Uh, one for 15, two for 25. There you go. One for 15, two for 25. <laughs> Not that anybody will hear this for a week or two, but come on by and yeah. check it out. Um, you're on that Etni thing too, aren't you, or whatever it is? Etsy, yeah. Etsy, what is that exactly? It's like eBay, but it's for okay. handmade items. Yeah. That's cool. I've seen a few people have things on it. You've been on there a long time? Yeah. Or? Probably about six years now. And you have your own site, or does it go just through there? You just it just do your goes stuff? through Etsy, and then I have my own personal blog. Okay, cool. Do you collect comics at all? Do you read comics? Yes, I do. Yeah, what do you collect? Uh, X-Men. Yeah? yeah. X-Men, um, Morning Glories I'm addicted to, and I've read a lot of Fables. Have, oh, yeah, those are cool. I've yeah, read a Fables few of those. Yeah, Fables is awesome. Yeah, those are awesome, indeed. Mm-hmm. I, have you read the A vs. X at all, then? No, I'm not no? that. I, I started back in the 70s, like 70s comics, so I'm up to 91 right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know that other, not Sean that you know, Potato Waste, but the other guy, Nixon, who was with okay. me yesterday? Oh, okay, yeah. That's the guy who uh, has every issue of X-Men ever made, plus variants. That's insane. Yeah. So have you done, like, any shopping yourself, like other places? Uh, I bought a pop vinyl figure. Oh, that's cool. And I've been buying these little Marvel Tokidoki guys. What the hell? <laughs> Tokidoki? What the yeah. hell is this? It's a... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Read the warning on the bottom. The warning on the bottom. Yeah. Choking hazard. Contains small parts and small balls. <laughs> <laughs> Not for children under three. Oh, that's adorable. You're kind of crouched behind your table. And this is nuts. Yeah. Sunday's never been like this. Yeah. I feel like everyone's coming to Artist Alley today, too. I think it's everyone's, like, pack. done everything else, so they're now in Artist Alley. Mm-hmm. I got my, we're going to get in line for Greg Capullo, Batman, oh, yeah. that's like 3.30, we should probably line up like half an hour ago. Mm-hmm. They have the cast of uh, Green Arrow here? We, yeah, and they're going to do a, a screening too. They did it this morning. Oh, did we miss it? I, really I didn't see, see it. Mary you, you saw, saw it. it? Yeah? Apparently, it, it actually looks good. Where do you get all your patterns and fabric and stuff? Um, online, flea markets, the States. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have better fabric down there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Eh? They're More... fabric store. They're like chain fabric stores. They sells character fabric where Fabricland here doesn't. Really? Yeah. I always thought they did. No. So uh, what's your day job? I work at Toys R Us. Shut up. Are <laughs> yeah. you kidding me? I'm a manager of a Toys R Us Express. What? Yeah. You're kidding with me, right? No, no. So I work with toys all day. Okay, you're throwing me for a loop here right now. That's why I collect a lot of toys, because they're in my face all day. So which one are you at? In Wellens. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a little one. So, Jesus. 
But when I move, I don't know what I'll be doing. I don't know if I'm transferring. Oh, yeah, because it's like an express thing, right? Yeah. We have to keep me posted then because you can help me get my Hasbro stuff probably a little bit of a... Yeah, get a little bit of a discount. Something, something there, yeah. right? Because I still don't have uh, those new lightsabers, the new, like, mini replica yeah, ones yeah. they're putting out. You know, they're selling at the Hasbro booth over there. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't have any of those yet because mm-hmm. they came out all of a sudden and there was, like, five of them. I can't just... I can't afford to go buy like five at once, right? No. I got my Kit Fisto mm-hmm. yesterday, so that's my 75th lightsaber. Wow. Yeah, and so the, the collection's going very, very well. Yeah. And I've talked to a couple other people who had like custom ones, mm-hmm. so I want to get on that too. There's people on the net who make crazy ones, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> Lightsabers are in the blood. <laughs> I had one when I, was, when I was nine. We moved from St. Catharines to mm-hmm. Mississauga. And I had one of the old Return of the Jedi big plastic ones mm-hmm. bouncing on my bed, broke the light fixture. <laughs> my mom comes in and just cracks it over her knee, eh? Oh, no. And I cried and cried. And I think that might have been, like, what kind of started the obsession. Now yeah. I now I lost the... Yeah, I have to have what everyone ever made in the whole world. <laughs> they must all be mine. I'm glad I don't have much shopping today, though. I kind of got that all out of the way. Yeah. Today's for fun stuff, like chatting with you. Isn't it crazy how Twitter's... How long have you been on Twitter? I don't know, maybe two years? Yeah, I think I'm about that too. It's yeah. crazy the people we've met, eh? Yeah. It's nuts. Such awesome people. Like, I like my Twitter friends more than I like most of my real friends. <laughs> and especially that whole Denver thing, eh? Like, yeah. all those kids in Denver. What a community, eh? Mm-hmm. Met some really, really good people. Did you hear any of the podcasts with them on them? Like, we did one with Josh yes, and yeah, uh, yeah. Anthony, the Dark Knight Roundtable yes, there. Yes, I heard that one. So they got together, Anthony and Josh, the other day, and they're doing one of his hybrid interest ones. Oh, nice. So that's going to be great for me. I introduced these two people, and yeah. now they're going to do podcasts, getting to know each other. That's you know, cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Good Lord. So I've chatted with you. I have a few other dates that I have to make today, a few other people to chat to before we get into the Greg Capullo line. But thank you so much. Thank you. For hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks it for was, visiting Of course, no, it's been great to hang out, man. You know, maybe sometime we'll have to, like, actually hang out or do something, you know? Yeah. It'd be good times. You're so close. I know. You know, maybe we'll go get a pint sometime or some kind of thing like that, yeah? Yeah, sounds All good. All right, do you have, plug yourself again. Tell them where you can get everything. Um, at sparklegirl.etsy.com. That's where I sell everything. All right, people, go check this shit out because it's awesome and fun and very, very creatively original and wicked. <laughs> So, thank you, Sparkle Girl Jen, and back to the regularly scheduled madness. I don't want to grow up, find a toy to wreck it. They got a million toys and toys to wreck that I can play with. I don't want to grow up, I'm a toy to kid. They got the best for so much less, you really flip your lid. From bike to train to video Okay, we're almost through. We're almost through there, kids. <clears throat> that was Sparkle Girl Jen. I hope you enjoyed that. We had a great time and a great conversation. Speak for yourself. Well, yeah. Um, how's this for timey-wimey? At this moment that you're listening to this, it's a week later. The Fan Expo's been done for a week. I just got back from three days of gay camping. And that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> 
Look at all the bears. Yeah, lots of bears. <laughs> Lesbians stole my shoe, too. It was pretty fucking nuts. Um, digress. So, but I digress. <laughs> so because we took that time off and it was Labor Day weekend, we're just wrapping up the F- Fan Expo Extraordinary here, and uh, we hope you have enjoyed listening to it. But we realized after throwing up a couple of the interviews and listening to what you're about to hear that we had no introduction whatsoever for the interview you're about to hear. So we had to throw this shit up fucking toot sweet like. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. So we you're about to hear us sit down at Fan Expo. Uh it's very busy where we're sitting down. It's literally near the right like last hour of the entire event. So there's a hundred thousand people shoveling by us. Uh it's completely listen toable. Listen toable. Listen toable. It's a little bit of cackling and a little bit of crowd talk, but uh you can completely enjoy the conversation, but we're sorry it's real hard when you're underground with a bunch of people walking by. But Anthony Kingdom James. Is he still going by Kingdom? Kingdom is so much not part of the repertoire at the moment. And uh, <clears throat> I start with that because it's the one name you may be familiar with if you are at all involved in uh, any of the following. Uh, comic books, uh, professional wrestling, strip club DJing, blogging. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of other shit in there, too. Um, but Anthony Rutgazer, uh, met him years ago through friends, great guy, played a lot of poker together and had some fun and shits and giggles, and him being a fanboy in his own right, a long-time comic book collector, a uh, long-time friend of the Silver Snail comic shop, you'll hear a bit of us talking about him, he had the uh, owner, George Zotti, of Silver Snail on his podcast, mm-hmm. so he runs a podcast called The Handsome Genius Club. Uh, I think you're going to actually probably hear a new episode soon after you hear what happened on this episode. But again, uh, just kind of a Toronto renaissance, renaissance man. He's been a stand-up comedian. He's been a professional wrestler. He's been a blogger. He's, he's currently a strip club DJ slash blogger slash podcaster. He is also the... Um, what's the word, the subject of a new documentary coming out called Kingdom, which is uh, about his ups and downs, rises and falls within the wrestling community. Uh, well-spoken individual. Uh, you'll also hear about him trying to get his comic book off the ground. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a big writer. So uh, he'll be try- we'll be talking about that. And uh, Christ, you know, not to interject uh, for too long. So enjoy this. This is Mr. Anthony Rutgazer. The Kingdom James himself. Enjoy. So what was this panel you were in for there? Uh, copyright and trademark for creator-owned comics. Yeah. So what stage is your comic at? Oh, this is nice. Isn't that alright? Yeah, it's a handy little dandy, isn't How it? How much was this? 200 bucks. Come wherever I want to go. Yeah, it's really more meant for one person, but it picks up enough that when we do shit like this, it works out nice, right? Send me a link. Yeah, it's I uh, Apple Store. Yeah, yeah, man, Apple Store. I gotta see whether somebody still likes me. <laughs> I, that's how I got my my iPad and I got my um, my iMac. 
through a buddy of mine who works at uh, Apple Store at Eaton Center. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I saved money on my iMac, and I didn't have to wait in line for my iPad. It was first day. Shut up. I, I walked in at 5 o'clock. I'm going on my way to work. I walked in at 5 o'clock. I was like, hey, man. He was like, I get it from, from the back. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Boom, yeah. People have been waiting since the day before. At, say, he got to work at like 9 a.m. People have been there since 7 a.m. The day before. i got to wait 36 hours for your piece of technology. <laughs> if there's anything I can do to give you my money faster, <laughs> please! Awesome. You just walk in in the morning with your coffee. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I walked in in the afternoon. I was like, I don't know what you're sold out of, but nice. I'm just walking in. That's like how I got my iPhone. You know the you know my iPhone story? Yeah, I, well I don't know, no. My iPhone story is got off work at uh, two thirty in the morning. Uh, bartender and I both went home and then met at the Rogers store at Pape and Danforth. Okay. We met about four AM. And we waited in line. Wait. First day okay. of the All iPhone right. 4. Right. Right. We waited in line. About uh, eight thirty, nine o'clock. People, employees start showing up. The manager shows up. We asked the we asked the manager, "How many 32 gigs are you getting?" He says, "We're getting the only thing I'm guaranteed is we're getting two 32 gig phones and six 16 gig phones." That's it? Yeah. Small yeah. store. Tim and I are first and second in line. At this point, I turn around to the rest of the people in line. We're all going, ah, And I say, I am now taking bids for my spot in line for anybody who would like to guarantee themselves a 32-gig phone. <laughs> the fifth guy in line paid me $175 for my spot in line. I bought a 16-gig for $149 and made a profit for standing in line. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. That's the way to play it. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, absolutely. So what stage is your comic at then? My comic is being inked. Okay. We're, what we're doing is we're uh, we're doing... This is the Shinku fight. This is what Ron Mars and Lee Motor did with their book Shinku, and they got a deal with Image. Okay. Also, it's Ron Mars and Lee Motor, so they're, you know, 20 years of experience oh, yeah? each up on us. Okay. But... Um, they put together a 16-page ash can, eight pages of art, then character designs, and some blah, blah, blah about the book. So that's what we're doing, putting nice. together a 16-page ash can. First eight pages from the second issue, which is um, like a historical recap of this world, and then uh, character sketches, uh, bios on Valentine and I, because... Who the F am I? Yeah. And, you know, Valentine's been working for years, but not, not everybody's been. Some people are going to need to hear Oh, Valentine Delandro, yeah, that's the guy who did X Factor. Okay. That's yeah. the guy who was doing yeah. G.I. Joe Infestation. Okay. They might need a, a refresher, they might need an update. So, bios on the two of us, and, uh, like a summary of the first five issue art, each issue. Just, here's what it is. You know, yeah. here's, here's eight pages of the world you're about to enter. Yeah. You know, six pages about the world and two pages of your main character going, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... So it's almost like a pilot episode you're putting absolutely, together. Yeah. Absolutely. And then information on us and on the book and 
some quotes for the back page from like Ty Templeton, George Zotti owns the Silver Snail, yeah. and Mark Asquith from Space, and just you know uh, Richard uh, Richard Pace, some guys who have looked at the script and looked at the synopsis and said this is this will sell. Is that how you guys hooked up then? You just sh- like shopped your story to artists? Who, and- Val? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's right, Ron. <laughs> oh no, my slipper! My slipper! Oh no! This guy have another panda that was really good. So. Nice. You're done I for. Shut up! Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah pictures. Okay, <laughs> I gotta go outside. So <laughs> Who's that? You'll see when it's all done. Yeah, let's see what it's done. Yeah, wasn't that badass? It's, so badass. it's gonna get on a podcast. And I got like the most like epic hug ever. From like, Sam? Yeah, he actually like hugged me and he's like, oh, that made it totally worth it. And I'm like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I made some noisily dogs in here. It was really <laughs> <laughs> And what, what, did he whisper anything in your ear? Like, my hotel room is 7 12. I know. I like, I, cause like, is he married? Like, oh, yeah. Does it matter? He's on the road. <laughs> He's on the road. Just marry He's 87 and on the road. Doesn't matter. Stan Lee. I literally saw him walking down an aisle, and literally, girls were like swooning and dropping. I'm like, yeah. Because he's such an attractive old man. He's yeah. Like Sean Connery. Sly Fox. Go to, go to Comics Beat. Go, uh, go to uh, thecomicbeat.com. Yeah, it's okay. Just slam that in the table. Go to thecomicbeat.com and scroll down. It's probably on the second page now. There is a photo of Stan Lee from 1973 on a chaise lounge. I saw it. Naked. Yeah. Covering his bits with a copy of Marvel Adventures. It's yeah. delightful. I'm going to frame that. Oh, my yeah. God. That was awesome. a... Here, if you like podcasts, oh oh. You're, you're being recorded on one right now. Really? <laughs> listen to yourself later on. If awesome. You want. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. All right, baby. Just shout out to my blog. <laughs> there you go. Plug it out. Huh? What's your blog? Plug it. It's called The Nerdy Stripper. The nerdy stuff. I've seen that. Yeah, it's me. I told that's you. Okay, cool. And this is how you know each other? Yeah. I see. Beauty. From the meetings at the docks. Right. Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right, well, have a good yeah, one, guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Have a good one. So she works at the, like, oh, no, no. the point. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. you got to let us know when she's working. <laughs> Slippers. Hey, what the hell? There's an interlude. That's uh, awesome. What the hell were we saying? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, you uh, how, we hooked, how I hooked up with Valentine is, uh, I've known, you have to go, we have to go back. This story begins <laughs> 19 years ago. What? Yeah. I met Lee Motor in San Diego in 1993. I went to San Diego in 93, 94, 95, 96 trying to sell stuff and had no right being there trying to sell stuff. It was Nowhere near red. Way over your head, yeah? A few years ago, about three, four years ago, when I just decided, F this, I gotta start writing again. Uh, you know, Lee and I have been friends all that time. Okay. You know, and, and I said to him, uh, I said, well, look, I'm gonna start writing again. And when I do, you know, I'm gonna come to you first. And he said, yeah. So then a year later, I had written something and I came to him and I said, it wasn't even a question. It was like, you're going to do this with me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, you're yeah. going to do this with me. Yeah. And we were working, we were working stuff together. And it was, it was, it was a matter of fitting stuff into his schedule. And then he, you know, at the same time, he and Ron Mars were working, uh, to develop Shinku together. 
and Shinku hit first. Shinku was ready before my stuff was ready. So uh, they got the deal for Shinku. He had to drop out on uh, of, of my book. And it was like, uh, <laughs> I gotta start all over again. I didn't have to worry about who was gonna draw before. I was like, hey, uh, while we're in the middle of this conversation about old mystery science theater episodes, uh, my script is ready. Here we go. And, and Lee was my editor for the first couple of scripts. And, uh, you know, just, this is not something the penciler could do. It wasn't regardless of whether he was doing it or not. He was he edited my first few scripts for me and definitely made them better. Because here's a guy who's spent almost twenty years penciling, taking people's words and turning them into yeah, really yeah. good art. Yeah. Um, so he knows what flows but he had to, but he had to drop out. So there was a couple of months of uh what am I gonna do? And then I got some advice from a few people. Uh, uh, Jimmy Palmiotti, but um, the most important people that I got advice from or um, Cody Chamberlain, who did uh, Sweets for Image, yeah. and he sent me to uh, Nathan Edmondson, who uh, has done, uh, he's, right now he's doing the activity, and he's doing Dancer, he did Who is Jake Ellis, yeah, yeah. and Where is Jake Ellis is coming out next year, yeah. he is amazing, and he just gave me some real simple, straightforward advice on finding a new artist, and I followed it. And 61 emails later, oh, shit. I couldn't find an email address for Valentine Delandro, but I knew he was going to be here at Fan Expo, and I walked up to him and I said, Hi, my name's Anthony Redgazer, and I've been trying to get a hold of you, and haven't, haven't been able to figure out how. Nice. I want to talk to you. Yeah. And he said, yeah, okay, let's talk. And I gave him the script and the synopsis and character designs that Lee had done. And uh, a few weeks later, we talked on the phone, and he said, "You know, we could we could really? futz around and try and work out a deal and, and talk about you know this and that and blah blah blah, or I could be drawing pages for you." Yes. And we just said, "You know, let's do this." Yeah. And and that's awesome. Just jump right in, man. Yeah, yeah. and then his wife had their second kid. <laughs> <laughs> Nature's a gangster comic. And as I checked my watch, we're only eight months behind schedule. <laughs> as I, you know, I said to him, I said to him, September last year, you think you could have eight pages for me by the end of the calendar year? He said, yeah, I can do that. And then his wife gave birth. Oh. And all of that was <laughs> just out the window, man. Right. So, uh, but I'm patient, man. And <laughs> you sure are. Let's put it like this. Even if I only rule the world for one day and then I die, I ruled the world. And that's what's going on here. I'm going to be patient because the end game is I rule the world. That's yeah, a good end game to achieve, especially like... Um, We've talked about you and the wrestling on the podcast before. Yeah. People will be familiar kind of with who you are generally. And I know you're pulling back on the whole kingdom thing a little. Yeah. And, you know, getting more back to being you and your roots and everything. Yeah. But uh, I cannot ask you about the movie. Oh, uh, of course. Because so I know because it, it all started the night I was there. 
Yeah, and September I out, of yeah. 2010, the show that didn't happen. Yeah, it, it didn't that's happen. it's my UFC 151. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> oh, it's great because you had it all. I'm gonna, there. I'm gonna blame John Bones Jones for yeah, my show totally on that one. Well, no, uh, yeah, September of 2010, I decided I wanted to run again. I, really, what I wanted to do was I wanted to run April 2011. I wanted to run a show for my 40th birthday, and I thought, wow, that's like a year off, uh, almost a year off. Why don't I run some shows leading up to it? Get used to right? it kind of thing, so yeah. That, so that the April 2011 show is this huge... Mother, it's it's the end of storylines instead of the beginning of storylines. So, um, found, a, found a venue. Yep. Put everything together. Day of the show. Boom. Ring doesn't show. Yeah, no ring. I got <laughs> I got a crowd. I got wrestlers. I got no ring. Even and, I was uh, there. <laughs> so everyone was there. That guy absolutely knew that I was staring at his chick. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's still looking back. Oh, sorry. There's the Marty McFly you were talking about with the yeah, hoverboard. The Marty McFly. Hoverboard, nice. Yeah, yeah. I oh, saw well, two of them. That guy's got well, the hoverboard. We're we'll talking about scavenger hunting, but yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I had sent out uh, stuff to local press uh, about the show, see if I could get some interest. One of the people that actually showed up at the show was a guy named John Chipman, a producer at CBC. He mic'd me up. Reported me for the. That guy was a producer. Night. He's a producer. Hey? Oh, I thought he was just like a cameraman nope. who like came out to like kind of cover the shit. You no, know? he's uh, he's a producer at, at CBC, and uh, uh, mic'd me up for the night and turned it into a fifteen minute piece on uh, Sunday edition for CBC Radio, and then came back to me about a month later uh, after it had aired, and uh, and said, "Are you still planning on running?" And I said, eh, it's, "It's wrestling, so yeah, yeah. I mean." Heroin, you're gonna use again someday. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, too. so yeah. I said, I said, yeah, you know, I, I probably. I mean, he said, well, because I've been talking to some people, I think we could turn it into a film project. Uh, well, I'm a fucking attention whore. Absolutely. So, <laughs> you want to make a, you make a movie about me? No, go fuck yeah. yourself. Man. You put the spotlight on me yeah. and let me act the fool. Oh, I hate yeah. that idea. So I, I uh, quickly said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he did he just kind of like follow you around here and there or just me it was around times when you're following me around for more than 16 months it like a long time yeah yeah it was, it was 16 months we started the first thing we filmed was uh april 2011 we uh he came with me to uh one of eddie osborne's pwa shows in kitchener mm-hmm. And I was doing the, the butcher cartoon gimmick. Okay. So he, yeah. he, uh, that's where they started filming me. And they filmed me, they interviewed me at home, they interviewed me at work, they interviewed me on the street, they interviewed my mother, my father, my brother. They interviewed RJ City and Reggie Marley and a bunch of the other workers on my show. They, uh, they came with me to shows in Kitchener. In Hamilton, in Toronto, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you got you did you got so, a history there with people. Yeah, right? well, yeah. I used to live in Pittsburgh, so right. Yeah, you know, yeah. So we uh, there's there's this bullshit scene that is absolutely going to be in the movie. I promise you. <laughs> we go up on a Mount Washington. Anybody knows anything about Pittsburgh? If you ever see any postcards of Pittsburgh, it's a shot of the rivers and the downtown. It's being uh, that picture is being taken from um, uh, Mount Washington, the south side of the rivers. There's a cliff face. Anyways, so we go up there to one of the observation points, 
and he starts asking me about my history with Pittsburgh. He starts asking me about how I, about Elizabeth, not the wrestler Elizabeth, my my fiance. Okay, yeah. When I was yeah. living down there in '99. I met a girl, and in 2000, I was engaged. I knew you were engaged, but yeah. I didn't know much about it. it. And yeah. then it, 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 it broke up because of her family. Her family got involved. Remember, this is the family who accused her of lying to them, because when they met me, they took her aside afterwards and said, how can he be black and Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> what? Fucking Kentucky hillbillies, baby. <laughs> Only date orphans. That's all I'm saying. Only date orphans. Get the family. Yeah. Get the family out of there. You're the last son of Krypton. Let's go to dinner. Yeah. Now, wait. He, you know, I don't want the crystal with Jarrell in it. Coming into him, smashing the crystal. Yeah. You got to be an orphan. What else is wrong with you? So, yeah. anyways. So we're, we're telling, it's, it's 10 years later, it's more than 10 years later, and I'm standing around my watching, and I get through talking about that. And then it, I'm trying to keep it in, because it's just, all of a sudden, it's the most real thing ever I'm talking yeah. about. It. It's emotional shit. But when it hits me is when I'm talking about how Ineson, how Paul Ineson, yeah. we're on the phone at the end of October of that year, uh, 2000. And he says, this is bullshit. Come home. And I say, okay. And he drove down. First week in November, he drove to Pittsburgh. Threw all my shit in the back of his truck and drove me home. That's when I lose it. I'm crying about her. I'm talking about him. So now it looks like I'm crying about Paul (laughs) Anderson. <laughs> you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, but we're, is. Not That's exactly, hilarious. we're not exactly in love. I love he's my brother. That's yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love, so, brother relationships are love and hate sort of thing. So right? in the movie so in the movie it's gonna look like I'm crying about how great a guy Paul Ineson is. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> I gotta uh, overcompensate now. Fuck we'll you. Spend Paul. The tr- yeah, it's a <laughs> douchebag. You're a bastard for coming. How dare, dare you be there for me? Damn you for saving my life. I hate you now. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the movie's not out yet. No, no, no. The movie is in the editing phase as we speak. Still is. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's just beginning. He's doing a paper edit, which is going through, you know, a couple of hundred of hours worth of Was there a Kickstarter fund? That like, yeah, he did a he did a did Indiegogo. Really well too, did an right? Indiegogo uh, project. He was looking for six thousand. He raised uh, seventy eight hundred, and it's going to help with the editing. Um, you know, a part of it is our, most of the people, everybody working on this film has been doing it mostly gratis. Right. You know, yes. Yeah. So uh, can't really, project, yeah, you can't really, yeah. can't really tell the editor. Don't work on that motion, that movie project that might earn you, you know, high five figures because our little indie film about the aging wrestler. About me. Her. Yeah, so, so, you know, it's in, it's in a queue. It's in yeah. a queue. And, and so he's doing the paper edit and he'll just be able to hand it to her and say, you know, boom, 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 these are the shots and this is the film and this is, these are the timestamps to find it. And then she can go in there. And you know, awesome. cut it and stitch it and make it look beautiful. So, is there a release, like a tentative release date, or there's no, just we're talking about? We're talking about. We're ta- we we were originally talking about the end of this year. Now we're talking about maybe the spring. Uh, you know, there's some there's some things. I know he's I know he's mentioned this, so I don't think it's a big secret. He's talking to Roddy Piper about narrating it. Shut uh, up! Yeah, that's fucking Shut crazy. Up. That's super crazy, man. <laughs> so. 
So listen, all I'm saying is when when I when I have that because I'm gonna rent the theater and have a premiere for this thing at some point of my own, no matter what else happens. I want I, I hope it gets into the TIFF or in the hot dogs. That would be super cool. But either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna rent the theater for a night and have a premiere. And if 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 if, if Piper. If Piper narrates this thing, I'm gonna make sure he's there to hit me in the head with a coconut. <laughs> I'm gonna make nice him snook at me. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, you well, you've always been a bit of a Renaissance man. You like dipping your toes in different stuff. What came first, Jack comics of or trades, Master of none. What came first, comics or wrestling? Comics. Yeah, for being yeah, a little kid. Comics. Comics came first. Um, you know, when I was a kid. Uh, like six, seven, eight. Uh, the thing that I loved the most was Star Wars. My father took me to see Star Wars in 1977. You know, boom, that was it. I was. You were old enough to remember it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was born. So. At that point, at that point, the idea of working a day job is lost on Anthony. It's like, <laughs> I gotta make stuff like that. That's all I wanted to do. I, I gotta. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. You started so, wrestling young, though, too, didn't you? No. Well, yeah. I, I wrestled a little in high school. Yeah, you were and, and then gave it up. Like, I, I ran a show uh, I ran a show in 1989 at a friend of mine's high school. And, uh, yeah, glad you're excited, Tom. Uh, and, uh, and then, like, I mean, when I was 18, I gave it up. I didn't do anything again until I was 25. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, oh, I so there was such a gap there. Nine, okay. Yeah, 24, 25, 1995 is when I started again. Uh, 24. And um, and that's when I, I, I went with it. Like the following year when I was 25, that's when I went with it. Oh, Full time. Right. Trying to do something with it. And had fun. I mean, you know. Now, now, uh, <laughs> so, now yeah. the, the, the reason for pulling back is, listen, 41 years old. You're not making your living at this. Yeah. How much time can you really spend on it before you're, you're creating a detriment for things that you could be making a living on? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You so. do have to think about dying comfortably. You know what uh, I mean? Or growing old comfortably. Oh, you know what I mean? Spock, like, I've always known I'll die alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good time. So, um, Handsome Genius Club. Yes. Uh, ah, I'm so lazy with my own podcast. So it does exist still. It would still you say exists. it's so you haven't given up on it? You're no, just, it's no. More of a keep, casual I keep thing talking now. about how I'm going to do it, but I mean, I'm looking at the little microphone you've got here, and it's like, damn, I got to get one of those. That would make this so much. I would do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, other guys we talk to, friends at other podcasts, we'll talk to them, and they'll be talking. Oh, we use mixer this and this, this, and that. Yeah. Like, what do you guys do? We're like iPhone. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was great. Know, guy, it's like guerrilla podcast. We had one guy yeah. asking me for advice, and he's saying he's got like some dude that's been through like broadcasting at university and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I use an iPhone, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? The, the Handsome Genius Club started in a studio, and then it went to uh, my place with a bunch of equipment, and uh, and then you know, 3 a.m. sessions, and that thing in the back of your neck, and suddenly it hurts as you're editing stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah. That is the hard part. And then it went yeah. back to the studio for a while, for a few episodes. What studio? Uh, um, Secret Suburbia Studios. TJ Habibi, uh, who fronts the band Secret Suburbia. He's the guy, I went to him, the first 40, 42 episodes of the Handsome Genius Club were all recorded at Secret Suburbia Studios. And uh, and then it was like, wow, this is, this, is, uh, this is too expensive for me to maintain, which is a story unto itself. Uh, which... Never tell on a, a microphone. <laughs> um, 
That's all right. And uh, and then I recorded for myself by myself for a while. But you know what? The, the, the thing about you know recording at home for me was, man, I didn't have to do it. Like I had a regular appointment with TJ. I went Wednesdays to for you know most of a year, and and then be doing it at home. It doesn't have to be up. Yeah, it's all right. He keeps me on point. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He's like, we record tonight. We, you know, make sure we do it. Because I'll get tired and baked and go to sleep and yeah. just completely forget about it, yeah. right? And he makes sure I'm on point. I just want to come over and get tired and baked. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you dirty idiot. <laughs> so, uh, so it kind of it kind of died off. And, you know, I keep saying, I promised myself that I'm going to get to at least episode 100. Yeah, so that means I got, I got 25 more. Yeah, I, I gotta come up with twenty five. This is a good show, man. It's a like great you do show. really well. Like, I, I actually I, highly entertaining. I, I turned it into quite a proposal. A few. One of the things that Chipman uh, uh, said to me at one point is, you know, we're sitting. We had we for a year we had a regular meeting every week at the CBC building. And one time he says to me, uh, he says to me, he says. <laughs> <laughs> one time, sometimes it's become such a yokel. Uh, he says. Uh, have you ever thought about making a proposal for a show to CBC? And I said, you could do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's allowed? So I did. I made. I turned, uh, I have it here on my, my friggin' iPad. Uh, I, I made, I, I turned the Hands of Jesus Club into a proposal for CBC, handed it in last January. They got back to me a few, uh, a few weeks later, or a couple months later, and uh, it was, quote unquote, too niche. What I what I was proposing was too niche for them. Oh, really? So, um, uh, so I gave them a finger, but it was okay because we were on the phone. Right. And they didn't see it. <laughs> like niche, like. I said, "Hang on for a second, and I danced around. Fuck <laughs> you! Uh, <laughs> no, they uh, what we had put together. I thought it was a great idea to turn the show into ten episodes, each episode focusing on a different aspect of nerd culture. That's so great. there was an episode about. Canadian comic book creators. There was an episode called Dear George Lucas, and it was going to be, uh, it was going to be uh, just a ton of sound bites of people with an audio postcard to George Lucas. What would you like to say to George Lucas? Dear George Lucas, thank you for sparking my creativity. Dear George Lucas, Han shot first, you fat fuck. Dear George Lucas, um, I want to ask you a question about Willow, you know, <laughs> just whatever. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and there was going to be uh, there was going to be an episode about cosplay, there was going to be an episode about convention life, there was going to be an episode about uh, anime, just ten episodes, different topic every time that you just get in there. And I think it's a great idea, man. It's too yeah. bad. I can see at the time they're saying it's too niche, but look yeah. at this. Look where we are. Yeah, I mean, You know, how is this too niche? Yeah. There's 80,000 people walking around. That's quite a, a niche. You well, know? <laughs> you know what? I mean, it's not a matter of uh, it's not a matter of what would be good, and what would work, and what would sound great. It's a matter of what you can convince a bunch of fucking suits. Fu- no, it's not a bunch of suits, though. No? It's a CBC. <laughs> it's a bunch of fucking hippies. Are they really? A bunch of it's oh, a yeah. bunch of bohemian. It's just a nightmare of <laughs> just, it's a nightmare of people who are happy they have a job that doesn't drug test yeah, and, like if you could, and let's compare our mopeds if you, could, if you could set the show in the 1800s it had been picked up in the <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> everything in the CBC that's my tax money Fran of the Fundies or whatever it's called Anna Green Gables when did my back 
City TV. Hold on. City TV. Hey, listen to it online, not as we're recording it, pal. <laughs> City TV drops the the MacGuffin Mysteries or whatever that stupid <laughs> that show MacGuffin is. Mysteries. Right? They drop that show and CBC picks it up so it ran out of steam on City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the station Moses Neimer created. Yeah. They used to show porn on Saturday nights. Oh yeah. It's this these are the people who created the electric circus. It ran out of steam there. So CBC is going to spend your tax money on it. Yeah. Because it's, uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we'll take your cast off. All this, it's a steampunk Sherlock Holmes or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Yeah. Murdoch mysteries. That's uh, okay. McGuffin. <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, what was it? Like like Toronto CSI, but like the 19, like early 1900s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just eat a dick, man. Uh, have you, uh, how long have you been living in Toronto straight now? Straight, uh, I've been back since, uh, okay, I've been living in Toronto again, Toronto proper, since 2000 and I want to say six. I've yeah. been back from the States, uh, since 2000, since November of 2000. Right. Okay, so... You know, yeah, I would have met you just shortly after yeah, that. I yeah, I mean, born and raised here, but spent time, lived in Oakville for a bunch of years, and Burlington, and yeah. Pittsburgh, and then Burlington, and then Oakville, and then Hamilton, and then Toronto. So yeah, how long so has the summer I, snail been your LCS? Oh, my God, since 1986. Really? You always made the effort to, like, get to the silver snail? Silver snail on Queen, then the silver snail at Young and Eglinton, and yeah. now the silver snail on Queen. Young and Eglinton. There was a silver snail at Young and Eglinton. Like a second location. A second location for uh, for years. And George Zotti, who now owns the silver snail, yeah, uh, was manager at that location when it was when they opened it. He was assistant manager at at Queen Street. Ron Van Leeuwen, the owner of the silver snail, moved him up to Young and Eglinton. Eventually, the Young and Eglinton location closed down because. the, the lease on the building was going to get jacked up. It was like, hey, uh, well, you know what? I want 10 grand a month. Something ridiculous. Yeah, that's bullshit. And so they closed it down. And, and uh, George went back to Queen and left the Silver Snail for a few years and he back managing and, and, yeah. and now owner. Well, I heard your your great interview on the show. Um, where can people still find? It's still HansonGeniusClub.com, Yeah, you did the interview with him. That was a great interview. Yeah, I've done uh, a couple of interviews with George. Yeah, about him taking over and stuff. Uh, yeah, that was actually, that episode was the pilot we recorded for CBC. Really? Yeah. That was a with great George one. And yeah. with uh, Nathan Edmondson. It was so Toronto, too. And you know, I, I, gotta, I, I always give props to Nathan Edmondson. He, uh, he did that episode. On like 15 minutes notice from me. Really? I lost my original guest and started making some phone calls around. And uh, I got a hold of Nathan and I said, you know, listen, you've already been so great to me, but uh, let me ask you a favor. You do an interview with me right now? And it was just before the new 52 started. Uh, so it was going to be his first work outside of Image. Yeah. And, uh, and so we talked about that, great own stuff, and it was, it was fantastic. He is a, he's a great guy. So you just got to know those guys going in there, being a regular for so many years and stuff. Oh, right? yeah. I yeah. mean, George and I didn't even meet the snail. I, I think I'd gone into the snail once or twice before I actually met George. George and I met at a student, a high school student leadership conference. What? <laughs> buddy of mine named Dave Atkinson got me to tag along to this stu- uh, student council. Oh, Jesus, George might remember the name of it. This student council leadership BS 
rigmarole, and and we were we were funneled into the same group together, and that's how we met. It was like it's like you like comics. I work at a comic store. <laughs> I know that comics. Do you have the other half of this medallion? Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. And uh, I, George is one of the greatest people I've ever met. Well, last episode we were talking about the move. Yes. And was that fun? The move was fun. Four hundred people. Yeah, eh? yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it was. It was real good. And uh, and and then uh, there's some silver snow people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave and Bruce. Um, and we. Uh, I mean. It was a great idea. Great idea for publicity stuff. Oh, yeah. And it got people out. And did they press. literally do, like, the hand line? Yeah, we like, literally did, a, 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 like, a, a bucket line uh, of people uh, handing, handing boxes of merch from uh, Queen and Peter all the way to Young and Dundas. Shut up. Uh, yeah. It reached all the... Yeah. Does that even work? Like... Yeah, it did. It, it worked. Only it worked. 400 people? I figured you'd almost need more to cover that. Spread it out. Spread it out. <laughs> and how do you deal with traffic? Like going across the streets? Just obey the signs. Really? Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh, yeah. I, should, I should have went down. Oh, it was fantastic. That would have been cool. A giant bucket handing yeah. line through Toronto. It was good. And you know how much money they saved probably doing it that well, way? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> only... Maybe even? Yeah. That seems much, pretty efficient. Ah, but then you, then you give away all that merchandise, right? I'm sure there's some stuff each that those, they had to transport, well, right? Was, it was all, like, action figures and, and yeah. statues and stuff. And, uh, so each of those, every every one of the boxes that we, that we went through the line then was given out to somebody who had been part of the line. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good shop. Great local business. Uh, it's a good location. They're right yeah, there now. Moving, to Toronto. moving to Young and Dundas, right next to the uh, right next to HMV. Yeah, are like two up from HMV or uh, one down. One down from HMV. Is it one level? I heard they're just It's upstairs. a second second store. Okay. Second floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, maybe in time take a little we'll annex the first floor like like Poland. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's uh <laughs> well I think it fits the more now, especially the culture got bigger and comic book shops being bigger. But before yeah. it made sense when it was all old school Bohemian Queen Street trendy. Yeah, it was a bookie it was a it was a a bookish neighborhood. It, it was it was uh, all kinds of you know, back of books was across the street. Yeah. And there were uh, you know, Dragon Lady yeah. and you know it was it was Friendly a, Stranger down the street. It was a Hey, 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 hey. It was a, it was a great place, but, uh, you know, I mean, that's uh, where they are now isn't even the original location, so. Oh, really? No, yeah, it was a little further, uh, a little further west on Queen Street. Oh, shit. But, I, I mean, know, it. it happens, and when, uh, when the store was sold, when George bought the store, he didn't buy the building, so, uh, that's gone to another developer who's going to, okay. uh, completely ruin it. Yeah. Based on the plans that were, I online. saw those plans. Aren't yeah, they like a weird stupid. brick? And yeah, they're gonna like keep yeah. one you know brick wall. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna save the uh, the face uh, of the building and and refurbish it. That's great. But then what they're gonna add on top of it is you know glass panorama balcony bullshit. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But hey, listen, you know. I'm not an architect. I'm not even. I'm not even pretending to be an architect. You're busy pretending to be a whole bunch I, of other things, Jerry. I've always wanted to pretend to be an architect. Art vandalay. Nice. So. Oh, that's great. Did you come out at all yesterday? 
No. Smart. Smart the convention all Smart dude. It was absolute mayhem yesterday. Yeah. You know what they did do? It was out of control, and it was too tight. It was getting close to the fire marshal closing the door point. Yeah, yeah. They stopped everybody. They stopped letting people in for a bit. Yeah. And then they literally did 100 people chunks at a time. Yeah. And with well, a couple okay. rotations of that, I went downstairs, and I could feel it was yeah. lighter. It, Here's, it worked. Okay, you're saying that's a great thing. Let me tell you why it's bullshit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you sell a certain number of weekend passes, yeah. okay, then you have to start cutting the number of day passes you sell. Yes. Because you have to be cognizant of how many people are going to be in the building. So if you've sold thousands, if your building holds, and this isn't the number, these are obviously too low, but if your building holds 10,000 and you sell 8,000 weekend passes, why would you then sell 5,000 day passes? Yeah. These are completely made up numbers. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Because what you're basically saying is uh, we're going to oversell by 3,000. We're going to oversell, but there's only so many seats on your airplane. Don't come to me after I've given you money and say to me, who would like to wait for the next flight to Cleveland? Sure. We'll give you a coupon. Yeah. I don't want your fucking coupon. <laughs> yeah, I want into the fucking... You're jerking yeah. me off on this flight. Why would I want to give you more business? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's what I said about this place in 2010. Yeah, when there was, was the bad. jam outside, that was bad. And I saw a guy, I saw a guy push his way through the doors and scream, "Don't put your hands on me! It's fucking assault! You can't stop me!" I have a ticket. I showed his path, and he took him three minutes, but he barged through staff and made his way in, and they didn't know whether to fucking shit or call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why they don't open both buildings. I know it's a far walk. It will become. It, it, it will eventually become both Because you've been to San Diego, right? Yeah. And it's like I eight to, of these, I went to it? San Diego in the 90s. Well, here. I went to San Diego in the 90s when it was... Not quite. When it went from 35... My first year was 35,000. My last year was 50,000. People go, wow. The convention, like the, the convention can't get yeah. any bigger than this. Yeah, smaller than this today. Yeah. yeah. The convention can't get any bigger than this. This is crazy. And now it's 150,000 people. Yeah. And other cities trying to steal the convention. Yeah. And they're, ex- they're, they're building they're, they're building onto... Hi. How are you? Hi. How's it going? Hey. What's up? Oh, sorry. Uh, I gotta remember. They're, they're talking about a red pen. <laughs> Does red work? You, you can keep that. That's for you. <laughs> Mary Penmas. Uh, they're, they're building uh, an extension onto the convention center. Yes, they basically forced the city to do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your one week. It's not even a week. When I went, it was a week. It used to be. It used to be business expo, and then the convention. Oh, okay. And now it's just a convention. They cut out the expo. It used to be. It, it's their four or five days or whatever are so big that you can tell the convention center and you can tell the city. Fuck you. <laughs> Spend a hundred million dollars, or we're going to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll say. Okay, just let me up from over this barrel. You know? <laughs> can I pull my can yeah. I pull my pants back up before construction begins? <laughs> nice. 
And that's how big San Diego is. It's insane. Uh, I, someday I hope to get out there. This is this is crazy shit, though, yeah. too. But yeah. it's a good weekend. Yeah. But I think it's time to shut it down. I'm yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Thanks so much for hanging out. You want to plug anything? Or plug uh, anything? Sure, I want to plug stuff. Uh, I want to plug all the websites I'm shutting down. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm actually having... Uh, KingdomGames.com is my main website. I'm, at, I'm actually... I've had a URL that I bought two, three years ago, and I'm having it flipped. Uh, right now, rutgazer.com points to kingdomjames.com. It's okay. gonna be it's gonna be reversed. So the main website will be rutgazer.com. Kingdomjames.com will point to it. Soon, handsomegeniusclub.com will point to it. Um, take all your traffic. It's right all there. gonna be on one. There's gonna be a new page just for the Handsome Genius Club right. to encourage me to record some stuff. There's gonna be a new page for. And this is the first time I'll say this to anybody with a microphone. There's going to be a page for 16 hectares, which is the uh, the name I'm going to be doing my comic book stuff under. Oh, okay. Cool. It's not 40 acres and a mule. It's 16 hectares and a moose. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Paul the Mahler Lazenby, for the help on that one. Awesome. Um, and uh, all of those, there's uh, wrestlersunion.ca will stand on its own. Yeah. And uh, everything also will have a link to merchtableonline.com. Which is my store for all my stuff. Okay. Uh, so there's plenty of plenty Lots of crap. Of fun stuff. But listen, KingdomJames.com will always work. It will always get you somewhere. And once you're there, there's going to be stuff on that site, and there's going to be links to the sites with other stuff I do. So that's all you. Re- yeah, and you're that's also, all you really uh, need to remember. That's at uh, A Ruckazer on Twitter. Uh, a, at A Ruckazer on Twitter. You won't know how to spell Ruckazer, I promise you that. Well, so, you can find uh, them through us too because so there's a link. Yeah. Links. And, and also at Wrestlers Union, right? Yep, for the Wrestlers Union stuff, for shows there. Like we, There's always going to be, I'm, I'm shutting down the schedule. It's not going to be monthly right. or. There's always going to be the WrestleStock show in April. And uh, awesome. uh, if, if there's anybody out there and they want to do some fundraising for something or they just want to bring their, their town a show, they can contact us. And it's full service, man. We'll bring a show, you know, blow your crowd away. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, yeah. Anthony, thanks so much. We finally got this done. No, I've been bugging you for a while. Thank you. Good Thank times. You. All right. And uh, on to the next thing. <laughs> Well, there you are. Day four. Day four complete. Another fine year, Toronto's Fan Expo Canada. The only day I showed up on day four. Well, no, you were you weren't in the show, but you were at the pod Friday night. We had a fun afternoon of lunch and drinking in the park. Yep. Which was good. First time we had the whole family together. So many exciting things happened over this weekend, uh, which you've just heard after you've just listened to this podcast that probably, I, I've i probably had a brainerism, aneurysm. Brainerism. Brainerism. I like that. I like brainerism. You like that? All right. I've probably had a brainerism by the time you people have heard this from uh, editing. And just being fucking exhausted, like buzzed out and happy exhausted, but my feet are done. I must have walked like how many goddamn clicks in the past few days, Jesus. Yeah. 
But uh, it was good times. It was another good year. Some close catastrophes avoided by the brilliant handling of the staff. They did a really, really good job this year. Yeah, today was pretty fucking... There was a few little dicks and doinks here and there, but nothing major enough that overall this was wonderfully ran year. So thank you to all the staff and volunteers and yes. crew of uh, Fan Expo Canada. And, awesome job. And you think that I actually like signed up to volunteer for it, too. You did? Fuck that. Yeah, when I didn't think I was going to have like money or any way to get into the fucking show, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to volunteer and then take the shirt off. Heck yeah. Pull yeah, a fucking yeah. Woodstock style, right? Yeah, for sure. But, uh... Flip that shirt inside out, get me some cosplay bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some nice cosplay this year. There was some crappy cosplay. There was a big year. They're going to have to open it up soon. It's getting huge. Yeah, they're going to have to have a cosplay expo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> today was Greg Capullo Day. <clears throat> we were smart enough to, like, an hour and 45 minutes before the line started to get in line. We were fourth in line. Yeah. And we received the exclusive Fan Expo print. Well, I guess we were 7th and 8th in line. Yeah, I guess so. However that worked. I didn't count that many people ahead of us. I thought we were 4 and 5. But then they actually, yeah, that girl's boyfriend came back. Yeah, and that other chick came. Yeah, so that was fucking awesome. And uh, yeah. as you heard at the beginning of this thing, he uh, was kind enough to do a little something-something for us. I still Thank haven't you. even really heard the whole thing yet that he's oh, done either. Oh, that's great. So. But I guess since I'm... Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, thanks so much. What a great yeah. guy, inspiring guy. Just thanking everybody who came up to him. He would thank because he, oh, yeah. he said he wouldn't be there. You know, he's wanted his dream to do this since he was eight years old, and now he's old and doing it and loving it. And uh, all the artists were spectacular. Uh, Sparkle Girl Jen, thanks for a great time. I finally got to see Sparkle Girl. <laughs> you Jen. finally got to meet the Sparkle Girl Jen, and uh, I, yeah, that was great. Uh, Anthony. Thank you so much for sitting down. That's That was too long coming, but we finally got to do that. Uh, check out, out Anthony's whole life there if you want, because he's, uh, he's a little bit of a renaissance man and a hell of an interesting cat. So uh, thanks for sitting down with us, Anthony. Thank you, of course, to Sean Nixon and uh, Sean's neighbor, Darren, Sean's neighbor Darren, for allowing us into the beer cave to have a, a great old time there. Yeah, I'm still fucking dehydrated from last night, man. Oh, I was so fucking hungover this morning. Uh, I thought I was going to make it. <clears throat> like we were talking about before on the snippet, I, I didn't make it. Yeah, I know. Uh, thankfully, Sean had a plastic bag and some napkins right here, almost as if ready to go. And uh, not a lot, but I had to get about a beer out of my stomach that was just kind of sitting in there, just not where, refusing to leave. And where do you do it when you're turning on to Spadina? <laughs> yeah, fucking nowhere. Alton States bag. Yeah, so thank God that was there. <laughs> yep. And uh, to everyone else that we met and encountered and had a great time with this weekend, thank you. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to this podcast. I uh, hope everybody had a great time. We love you all. Thank you for all your love and support and for everybody who listens. Who else did we, who did we get signed today? We, uh, well, we got Tony Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I got your Tony Daniel, right? You got my Tony Daniel for me. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Pacheco signed my Regenesis X-Men number one. All right. And right, that right. was nice. And you got a couple. Who'd you get? You I got, got uh, uh, Jimmy Palmiotti. Yeah. Signed um, All-Star Western number one. And then, I guess, the first appearance of Tulula Black in yes. the New 52. I got him to sign that as well. That's awesome. I got... Uh, the final issue of X-23 signed. Yes. 
How do you? What's that guy? Can you pronounce that guy? It's uh, Kalman. 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 Something long and Russian sounding. Yep. That guy. But yeah. Everybody was super nice, super giving. Ryan but Stegman. Thinking, but we, that that last uh, that last issue. <clears throat> I wonder if that's all. If that's all going to be him? Because there's no words in it, right? Yeah, it would be all him. Yeah, totally. Nice. Good call on that one. Uh, I picked just, up Ryan Stegman's Wolverine piece for Nixon. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, his Wolverine was. I want to find out who did, did that Scarlet Witch for him too. Uh, yeah, I'll have to I was gonna get. I, was, I wanted to get something by Agnes done, but that didn't happen. Her fucking list was full by the time so I got there. So many people were full. This, but week, I'm showing yeah. up for the first time on day four. Well, we're getting good at this. Even you only come on the one day. We've already done all the reconnaissance and everything. Oh, but, yeah. but we're getting good. We're getting smooth. I knew where to go for everything today. Today, as whole weekend worked out, is a really nice schedule, though. Everything and I had some all those lucky moments you heard about with Capullo and such. Uh, thanks to Kevin Smith and Jay Muse for bringing out the Smodcast. Skeet, 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 skeet. That was fucking great times. Uh, thanks for the Walking Dead panel. That was fantastic. All those people. And uh, yeah, so thanks to you. Thanks to what? Like, did your mom get the tickets for this for the or for the uh, show? No, I got all the tickets for everything. Well, then thank you. No, wait. Did my mom get them your mom for a birthday, birthday present? Birthday. Yeah, she birthday got present. You, uh, Jansen, Bob, That's so. right. Yeah, thank, yeah. Thank your mom. Thanks, mom. I love you. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks for the Jane Silent Bob. I got ticket. lots of cum stories <laughs> now because of that. So uh, I don't think uh, you're probably going to be hearing this, and you may have missed us for a week and a half or something. We probably won't pod next weekend. It's our uh, Labor Day up here in Canada, a long weekend, and I think uh, I'm going to take that weekend right off. Just not worry about it. And uh, just take a little vacay. Oh, but yeah, what yeah, we're about yeah. to throw at you, whether a one-parter, two-parter, or eight-parter, I hope you all enjoyed this. And uh, we love you. So until next time, when we see you, from, uh, when we're back in the man cave down there in Clarkson, everybody be good to each other. We love you. One, take it easy. No cuts. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up Cause you know we're about to rip shit up Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble Ain't nothing but a G-Bang, baby Too low depth, nigga, so we're crazy Death Row is the label that pays me Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this But uh, back to the lecture at hand Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand from a young G's perspective And before me digging a bitch I have to find a contraceptive You never know she could be earning her man And learning her man And at the same time burning her man Now you know I ain't with that shit lieutenant Ain't no pussy good enough to get burned while I'm offended yeah. And that's realer than real deal Holy feel And now you hooked up and hoes know how I feel Well if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff It's like this and like that and like this And uh, it's like that and like this and like that